What up, what up? This is David from the Five Six Kings. And guys, yeah, I want to I apologize to Domino's for the comments I made last week about their desperation. I said that they were, uh, they were doing commercials saying they're giving away one million free items. And that was incorrect. I'd like to apologize. I'd like to correct myself by saying they're giving away $50 million worth of free items. That is fucking absurd. That's such a crazy number. We're going to give away $50 million worth of free shit. Guys, nothing on Domino. Like, they're not giving away things that are more than $10. So that means they're giving away at least $5 million free items. Is that not insane to everybody listening? That they're fixing potholes and they're giving away $5 million free things? Like, the fuck is going on at Domino's? Papa John's has Shaq being like, oh, come get a Shaqaroni pizza. It's 13 bucks. Come come back and grab it. That's all. He's like, a million will go to go to poor kids or something. I don't know what the, or not a million, a dollar. Dollar will go to poor kids. I don't, I don't know what he's doing with it. Uh, guys, you know how not desperate Subway is? Subway has employees posting videos. This is how confident their fucking employees are. This guy's posting videos of himself. With he's in he's in the subway bathroom and he's like throwing food on the ground and walking on top of it and he's like got the got the meats all over the toilet rim and he's like taking sips out of the Gatorade and spitting it back in and twisting it on and then he's making sandwiches with this food and selling those Gatorades. That's totally illegal. Totally, like, you you can't do that. You can't fucking destroy food like that and sell it to the general public. They're so confident. They're like, yeah, I'm posting this shit. Nothing's going to happen to me. That's how good Subway is, guys. That's how confident they are. That's how much better they are than Domino's. Domino's can't fuck with Subway. Domino's isn't good enough for Tony Hawk. Tell me one famous person who does Domino's commercials. Fucking nobody. Nobody, the Noid isn't famous. Nobody does Domino's commercials. Subway, on the other hand, is good enough for Tony Hawk. And they're good enough for everybody listening. Subway, eat fresh. Or eat it off the fucking bathroom floor. And please, give us money. Thanks, guys. Enjoy this week's episode. That's the Paul Beach County Album. What up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the Five Six Kings Podcast. I'm David Breen. With me, as always, my dear friend and co-host, Braden Bullard. Braden, how are you, man? I'm good. How are you doing, David? Yeah. Yeah. It is what it is. It is what it is. Life's life's life. Whoa, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. How was your week, man? Uh, It it was good. Yeah. Nothing too crazy. Didn't get attacked by, like, dragon or anything like that. Filming a movie, you know, just kind of like normal normal people stuff, you know? Gorilla style. Yeah. Filming. He keeps saying it's gorilla style and talking about how many pages they're filming in a day, as if I have any frame of reference. Yes. And I was like, huh, that's a lot? And he just laughed. (laughs) (laughs) That's all he did. All he did was laugh. (laughs) 
Yeah. He's like, <laughs> uh, yeah, Dave, it, it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's it's definitely um a good amount. Uh, but yeah, it, they, they call that gorilla, gorilla style. Gorilla. And that's that's G U E R I L L A. Yeah. So not get- to be confused with like the big ape, not gorilla. No. Gorilla. Yeah. But I would love to go gorilla shooting. In the oh, not put, like not shooting, but like like, but like filming. Yeah, 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 yeah filming. Yeah. I knew, I knew what you meant. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, actually, it would be interesting if you didn't mean that. If you're like, no, 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 I want to go murder gorillas. I'd yeah. be like, oh shit, dude, we're not on the same page. Come on, bro. You didn't. You never thought about just going and murking some fucking ape. You think about the power, David, that you would you would feel. You would feel so invincible. The fact that you just killed one of nature's top. Well, it's not a predator, but it's a. It's more like a, like a guardian, it just guards its its family. That's why I like I go out in like the Pacific Ocean with whaling ships. Oh, I, ki- I kill orca whales because that's the apex predator. You, you know, I'm like you don't get bigger than an orca whale. <laughs> orca whales and bald eagles. I didn't know those are my could... go tos. Air and sea. Yeah, kill. I didn't know if you were going to be able to take it to another level, and you just did. Yeah. Wow. Because land, like, let's be honest, humans are the apex predators on land. Yeah, that's already a given. Without a doubt. But we've only explored 3% of the ocean. So, like, if you can kill the biggest thing in the ocean... What's stopping me? Exactly. Yeah. There no, every is no stopping <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, how's your week going, bro? So My week? Yeah. It, was, yeah. it, was, it was a solid week. I uh, went to the zoo. Speaking of animals, went to the zoo with, really? uh, yeah, with my sister and her three kids. Which one? The uh, Palm Beach Zoo. Nice. Palm Beach Zoo. She's got, she's got like annual passes. I went with them. And anyone's like, oh, zoos are animal prisons and all that stuff. You haven't been with a three and a half year old and two one and a half year olds. Because it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Imprison all of the animals and let my nieces and nephews go look at them. That's what I say. Yeah. Yeah. So the zoo was cool. <laughs> it was the zoo. Work. Work. We did some shit. Yeah. Yeah, we did some shit at Got work. To the nitty gritty. Yeah, I uh, I went to public. Oh, this was fun. I went. To, I didn't tell you this specifically because I wanted Ooh. to tell you all there. Okay. I went to the Publix by my house and I saw a girl. She was wearing a hoodie, which immediately should have been assigned to me because it's hot out right now. Like uh-huh. it's, people aren't wearing the middle of the day. People aren't really wearing hoodies. It was a leftover crack hoodie, which is it's a punk rock band that I'm familiar with. And I said, "Hey, like your hoodie." And then she started talking to me, and I realized how strung out she was. And she looked at me and said, I'll suck your dick in the parking lot for $10. With, <laughs> with like, no emotion in her eyes. And I was like, ah, ah, make it five. <laughs> and then we went out to the parking lot. Uh, it's a great experience. Yeah. Not really. I said, oh, no. <laughs> no, no, thank you. I, <laughs> and I was like, I, I'm sorry no because <laughs> like clearly clearly she wanted ten dollars for drugs yeah. i have nothing against people making a living sucking dick having sex. <laughs> i have no problems with that i do have a problem with feeding her drug addiction so i chose not i said no thank you still a fan of the band happy shopping and we went our separate ways you should have said if it wasn't for the drugs, I would have done it. Nah, I wouldn't. I'm not, I'm not saving that girl at Publix. She's not going to be like, man, 
If I wasn't on drugs, that guy would have given me ten dollars to suck his dick. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn shit around here. That's that's not how that works. <laughs> I looked at David. She like, needs something right? some a little bigger right? than that. <laughs> <laughs> She's not turning shit around because I wouldn't pay her ten dollars to suck my Dude, dick. Dude, that could have been the the little push she needed just to get her life in order. It wouldn't have been. You know, hey, if if this girl's listening, I'll take you, I'll take you to a meet. Give me, <laughs> reach out to us five six kings at gmail dot com. I'll help you out. We're all about community. Yeah, if you want, if you want help, I'll help you. Um, <laughs> oh god! And then, uh, then today happened, and I, I specifically asked Braden. I texted him and said, "There's going to be a portion of this podcast where I talk about the Miami Dolphins." And Braden, I'm asking you're too close to the microphone. I need you to sit back in your chair. <laughs> Not even joking. You just sit back in your chair. Texted him, and I said. I'm going to talk about the Dolphins. I need you to not interrupt, not ask questions, just let it run its course. So, guys, I'm going to talk about the Dolphins here for a little bit. If you don't want to listen to a sad Miami Dolphins fan talk about his sad Miami Dolphins fan life, I just fast forward until you hear us talking about other shit. Because we'll talk about other shit, but for a little while it's going to be the Dolphins. Dolphins played the Jacksonville Jaguars today in London, England. Different country, different continent. It's a far trip. And because of the time difference there, it was a 9.30 a.m. game. So I like I got up got up kind of early, went to went and bought coffee creamer, went to Candid Coffee Shop, got... They sell these big... It's called a growler. Growler of their cold brew coffee. And it's 20 bucks for a growler. It's 64, ounce, 64 ounces. And it's 15 bucks every time you fill it up. So you're getting a free coffee every time you fill it up. Solid. Great deal. I'm excited to keep using it. Went and got that. Went back to my place. Met my brother back at my place. Had him over. He brought some food. We had a nice little spread. We watched the Dolphins. Tua's making his return. Tua looked good, guys. Tua looked like he is outperforming what this coaching staff is allowing him to do. Uh, like Tua, this was probably the second best game of his career. At Arizona last year was the best game of his career. He played out of his fucking mind. He looked very good, and they lost, which is that's what's disappointing. They lost twenty three to twenty to Jacksonville Jaguars. Last second field goal. Jaguars. Fun fact: Jaguars had lost twenty straight games heading into this. Jaguars won Week One last season, then went on to lose the remaining 15 games of the season and then started 0-5 this year. And they beat the Dolphins. Dolphins are now 1-5. Don't own their own first-round pick next year because they bet on themselves. They have theirs in San Francisco. They needed to trade up with Philadelphia so they could draft Jalen Waddell at 6. Still a good pick. Jalen Waddell had two touchdowns today. He looked good. He's going to be a fucking stud. But they bet on themselves, and now they're sitting at 1-5, and five, losing to the worst team in the NFL. And I, I don't like being this fan. But I, unless things drastically change, unless they make the playoffs this year, I don't want Chris Greer as the general manager. I don't want Brian Flores as the head coach. In 2018, midway through the season, I was like, oh, Adam Gase... Is fucking just losing this team. He kind of sucks. He will not be here next year. And I said, I want them to get Brian Flores from New England. 
to my dismay, they got Brian Flores from New England. I was like, this this is great. They got the coach. First time ever, they got the coach I wanted. I was stoked. They started off bad first season. They, they started off 0-7 and then went on a little run. They won five of their last nine games, and they're like, okay. Flores can coach. They got something here. Last year, they won 10 games, and they're like, okay. Here we go. They won 10 games. They're going to get a season of two a healthy. They they got rid of some players in the offseason. They brought some players in. You cannot start one and five after going ten and six, after making two picks in the top eighteen and spending some money in free agency, getting Will Fuller. You can't start one and five. You can't lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars in the first six weeks of the season. Uh, you you can't regress this much. And expect to keep your job. And there were other... So, like, Flores hasn't been perfect, but the team has shown progress. So, I've been like, all right, here we go. But Flores, this is the third season. They've had four offensive line coaches, three quarterbacks coaches, three... Or, actually, four offensive coordinators. Because, fucking, they got two of them this year for some reason. They're like, let's let's have two people do that job. And make it confusing. And then call the plays in to the quarterback's coach. Who's going to call the plays in to the quarterback. But like he might change something if he wants. If he sees something different. The quarterback's coach might change. It was a fucking nightmare. Now it's just George Gotze making the calls. Uh, guy, it's, it's a shit show right now. In Miami. And I could kind of look past all of that. If in this game. Flores didn't get out coached by Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer should not be coaching in the NFL. He outcoached Brian Flores today. Late in the game, I'm all over the place, guys. Late in the game, Dolphins are going for it on fourth and one at midfield. It's a tie game. Two is playing one of the best games of his career. Every like third and short, every time you've put the ball in his hands in this game, when you've needed him to deliver, he's delivered. They run the fucking football, don't get the first down. That's the kind of shit, like, Tua keeps showing signs, like, oh, this kid could be a really good quarterback. They take the ball out of his hands and don't let him, don't give him a chance to succeed. That's what I can't stand with this fucking team. That's what I can't stand with this organization. And trade deadline's coming up, and, like, I I think they need to take a hard look at, like, Stephen Ross needs to take a hard look at this because I don't think Greer or Flores will be back next season. Mike Gesicki, are we going to pay him $13, $14, million next year? It's a contract year for him. Do we trade him at the deadline? Emmanuel Akba, same thing. Will Fuller, fucking, if anyone will give you a draft pick for him, trade Will Fuller before the deadline. I want to see them be sellers. I want to see, like, Devontae Parker die fucking. Devontae Parker... Brayden, I'm going to ask you this. If you were getting paid $10 million to play football and you had a hurt hamstring, so soft tissue injuries, mm-hmm. not like yeah, would you miss multiple weeks? No. No. It's all like Devontae Parker, his injuries are never like, oh, he's really hurt. It's it's soft tissue shit. He, he needed, it's pain management. And he's just like, I'm going to miss multiple weeks when our season's on the line. Devontae Parker needs to be gone next year. There's silver linings. Like, 
Liam Eikenberg looks like a good left tackle. Robert Hunt looks like a good right guard. Tua looked good today. Miles Gaskin's a good complimentary running back. Jalen Waddle's good. Javon Holland, Jalen Phillips, Christian Wilkins played out of his fucking mind today. He had a couple really big plays, which is awesome. I hope they extend him this offseason. Jalen Phillips looks good. Raquan Davis looks good in the middle. There's enough pieces to where I don't think they're far away from being contenders. I don't think it's going to be with this regime. I don't think Brian Flores is going to be a Super Bowl winning head coach with the Dolphins. Maybe somewhere else he will be. I don't think he can turn it around here. I don't think, like, I want to, like, the fucking cynical person in me, the masochist in me, wants to go back and look at all of the drafts that Chris Greer has run and just see, like, all right, what could he have done with these picks otherwise? Like, because off the top of my head, like, 2017 draft, there's nobody still on the team from that draft. 2016, only Xavier Howard's still on the team. 2020 took fucking Austin Jackson and Noah Igbenogany in the first round. Like, he's butchered some drafts. I want to go back and look, but I I don't think him and Flores are here next year. But I I still, like, I I look at the Cleveland Browns, who had Hugh Jackson coach teams with a lot of draft capital, and they drafted good players but weren't winning games. They fired him. They fired Freddie Kitchens for a year, fired him. Now they have Kevin Stefanski and one of the best rosters in the AFC. I look at something like that and think that could be the Dolphins because there's talent. Those of you Dolphin fans listening, David Straley, I hope you're listening. There's fucking talent on this roster. I don't think they're very far away. And it and it's all about just identify now who you're gonna keep around, what you can get for guys that you're not gonna get. Don't like don't let Gasicki just leave in free agency. Don't let Emmanuel Agba just leave in free agency. Don't let Will Fuller just leave in free agency. Get something back for these guys or extend them. Agba's a great player. Gasicki's a great player. If you want to keep him around long-term, keep him around long-term. But if they're not big picture, trade them before the deadline. Don't let them walk for nothing. Uh, we'll see. Hopefully hopefully they can win some games this year because I would hate to give the Philadelphia Eagles like a top five fucking pick in the draft. But who knows? Now we're uh, rest of the season... I don't know. I I don't think the playoffs are anywhere near a possibility. I'd like to see him win some games. I'd like to see younger play. I think like Kirk Merritt was called up and didn't play at all today. Hunter Long, I think, was active, didn't play at all today. I'd love to see some of these guys actually play, see what we have with them, and hopefully win some games. Hopefully San Francisco loses and they get a decent pick from San Francisco. But, guys, fins are still up. Just need to retool. Need to regroup and retool. And we're playing for 2022 now, guys. 2022, here we come. All right. Now now that that's out of the way, you ready to do this fucking movie or what? Yeah. Yeah, I was uh, was getting real sick and tired of listening to your shit, David. (laughs) There we go. I'm getting getting sick and tired of feeling that shit, you know? (laughs) Oh, bro. Let's jump into this movie. Let's... uh, You ready to put it in drive? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put it in drive, baby. Oh uh, yeah. Oh, dude. Fuck Ryan Gosling. Yeah. We gonna talk ratings or what, baby? I was just gonna talk about 
Right. I knew you were going to do. You were going to just. You know, I killed enough time talking about the Dolphins. All right. <laughs> we don't need you to to say some stuff you'll view. say during the pod. That's why all the babies won't. No one wants to talk about Ryan Gosling. All right, you want us to talk views, ratings, what? Reviews. Yeah, ratings. Right. It's not reviews, when ratings. Yeah. Reviews Maybe. would be like, I found this very, uh, yeah. yeah. It's a cool classic. That's what everyone's calling it. Uh, so IMDB gave it a 7.8 out of 10. It's a pretty high numbers, David. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 93%. I don't think Rotten Tomatoes has ever given anything this high of a rating. Right? I don't know. 93? I don't know. What they, I don't know. You, you say that. I feel like every week you say what Rotten Tomatoes rating is. You're like, I don't know if they've ever done one this high. No, because usually I feel it's like, super low. I feel like every week. Now, Metacritic's super low. Rotten Tomatoes is normally like middle of the road or it's crazy low. It's either like 20 or it's like in the 70s or 80s. Yeah, for some, for some reason. It's like Interstellar got better than that. American Gangster might have got better than that. Those might have been like the, the fan only... with Robert De Niro and Wesley Snipes had to have gotten better than that. <laughs> um, for some reason, when I when on Google it goes between Metacritic and Common Sense. For some reason, it's Common Sense. We got Common time. Sense Media. Yeah, there we go. They gave it a four point two out of five. What's that? Like That's an eighty percent or something? Eighty five. What's four point two times two? Come on, Brandon. what's four forty two times two? Eighty four. So yeah, eighty five. No. Why? Why would it be one higher? Because we're going to round up. Baby. No, you like it's like an eighty, eighty five. No, round, it's fucking eighty four. All right, all right. So then Google gave it a eighty nine, which is lower for the first time I think than Rotten Tomatoes. That's like that's odd. Usually Rotten Tomatoes is always lower than Google. So wow, huh. wow. What'd you give it? I gave it a. Six point four. Six point four. I think it's you know I think it's a good movie. I think it's definitely a vibe. Like I said, um, there's definitely like an aesthetic of the whole film that like definitely creates a certain energy about it. I think well because they capture so well on L.A. the lights, the music. I think helps add that in. They do a good job between the silence in between. And like and like, kind of um, honing in on that silence, not to like build suspense or anything like that, but then like the contrast when they put in the music, it I think it helps uh, with that vibe. David, you're looking at me with these scolding eyes, man. Keeps, I just keeps, it's a vibe. It's the soundtrack. A, the sound. This movie is not good, bro. He, this yeah. is a bad guys. You know what's a bad movie? Hmm. Baby Driver. And what? I, and I liked Baby Driver what? significantly more than this. Bro, Baby Driver's a good movie. It's not a good movie. It's a good movie. It's not a good movie. It's a good movie. Baby Driver, I would, I would give like a 6.4. I would give what you gave it. I would give a this, Baby Driver like a 7.2, but I haven't seen it in a little minute. So. This is getting a 3.7 from David Breen. I would have thought this is right up your alley because this is Why? very... You got suit. You got no fucking idea what my alley is. <laughs> well, cause like, dude, this guy's a fucking psychopath, but not the fun kind. <laughs> I I like the fun. He's you need got, some thrill. Dude, so like, Dave, guys, real quick, this movie one of David Straley's suggestions because he hates it so much, and he uh, he sent us some notes on it, and he and I had one of the same notes, which was Ryan Gosling has to have Asperger. <laughs> He has to. 
They're trying to like soak up the That's intimacy. What, dude, so like he was not a psychopath. He was just super socially awkward. He wouldn't shake someone's hand because his hand was dirty. And well, he, he kind of like was just quiet and I think not I think talking a, a lot and just kind of like not making eye contact and then overly making eye contact with the kid. Yeah, well, I think this is all um, certain um, power, like things that deal with power, basically. Like when he's dealing with people that have an substantial amount of power to their name, to who they are, and stuff like that, he treats them way differently than someone who is on the opposite of that. Like the child is, in essence, like powerless, and he feels like he's kind of like protecting the child and stuff like that. I feel like I actually enjoyed those aspects because to me it's like someone who doesn't have much kind of standing up against the powerful in a way but is like a psychopath (laughs) like i thought it was a cool thing because it's like like i don't know much about psychopaths so i don't want to say specifically that but he seems like someone who wants to control a lot of aspects of his of his life and when he deals with people who are more powerful than him they have more control so i feel like it's a cool I don't know, um, contrast of between someone who doesn't really have as much power, but is, is so, uh, over the top with trying to control these aspects of his life compared to people that he's dealing with that are very powerful that can control in other ways and make it, 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 it makes it like uh, hard for him to be the, the psychopath that he is. It's like a cosmic gumbo. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, where he's like, my hands are dirty. I don't want to shake your hand. The guy's like, my hands are dirty too. And he's like, all right, I'll shake your hand. <laughs> like, it was just weird. This movie felt like there was another hour to it where we find out why Ryan Gosling's the fucking way he is. And then they Yeah, just, they don't give any and then they story, cut really. it out. Yeah. He's just a weird character with no reason for him being weird. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah Dave, I David Straley sent his rating in, gave it a 2.8. <laughs> He also commented on Braden liking the soundtrack and the score and thinking it's a vibe. It really is, guys. As much as David and David, they're going to hate and shit on the fucking soundtrack. So, they have, so, they don't so here's have... the thing. Here's the thing. The soundtrack, it was, it was a whatever soundtrack. I didn't dislike it. That was Braden's selling point last week, and I was like, that's wild. Well, it's He's a- like, bros... Listen to the soundtrack. It's so great. It's a vibe. You're all going to love it. All right, David. Let's (laughs) debate. So a big reason why this is a cult classic is because of the overall aesthetic of the the theme of the movie. So the way that they capture the whole... We're talking soundtrack. We're talking soundtrack. Yeah, exactly. So that adds into the whole aesthetic of of LA, of Los Angeles. So like... That was the big part of it. That's kind of like I would say why it's kind of like a cult classic. It's because of the aesthetic. Say cult classic one more time. Cult classic. Yeah. But no, yeah, and that's that's why these ratings are so high. Am I right? But seriously yeah. though, when you when you listen and actually like vibe with the songs, I'm gonna keep saying vibe, David. I'm just gonna piss you off, uh, <laughs> Batty. Yeah, fucking 15 years old, man. So the neon lights, it's the certain the certain coloring of the of you know the way that they they shoot with the colors, the, the schemes of the colors and the um the soundtrack, and also some of the different shots that they do of Los Angeles builds the overall aesthetic. Yeah. And I liked all that. Yeah. And I didn't, but like my, my selling point wouldn't be how good this, how good the soundtrack is. That was a ghost. That was a ghost. Something Guys, just, something just, just fell over in the corner of fucking Braden's house. Yeah. <laughs> <off guard>. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
my selling point wouldn't be like, guys, go listen, because you're like, go listen to the soundtrack. It's such a good soundtrack. It wasn't. With the movie, sure, like, the songs fit. Yeah. I didn't dislike it. I mean, it's no... It's, it's, not, it's not my selling point on it. It's, it's no, no Hans Zimmer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> a yeah, so score, really. Uh, like that. That's I the thing, hated, it's the lack of score. I didn't like the lack of score. You didn't like the lack of score? I didn't like how little Ryan Gosling talked. Mm-hmm. There, were, there were a lot of weird mannerisms. There were a lot of just weird things about this movie where I was like, why is that yeah. part of it? And we'll, and we'll get into it. Yeah. It, it's weird and a lot of pointless things happen, I think. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know if it should have been longer or shorter or just shouldn't have been a movie. I don't know where out of those three scenarios I fall. Something was very off with this movie. I get what you're saying by that. It does seem like after you watch it, even though you spent the it was in like an hour and forty five minutes or something like that, like hour forty. Yeah, so you spend that time, and when you get done with it, you feel like you kind of watched a short film, even though you spent that time. Like it doesn't, yeah, doesn't. But like when you get done and you rethink about the movie, it just feels like a short. It just feels short. Like there wasn't yeah. too much to I, it. So like for reference, I I take notes while I watch the movies, mm-hmm. and I have like little note sections for summer catch. I had. 35 sections of notes. Holy shit. For this, I had 19. <laughs> the run times are identical. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah, they definitely. Guys, guys, Summer Catch isn't like a deep, super involved movie. Like, I had 19 sections for this. I would like to think that Ryan Gosling just showed up to set and was like, listen, let's just cut out all this dialogue. And just like somehow felt like they had persuaded, Ryan, they had Ryan like, Gosling for like a week, and they were like, "All right, let's let's get everything we can." Yeah, let's do let's do what we can do. He's like, "No, I'll be able to show off a lot more character without doing as much." <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's talk. Let's talk money, baby. Oh, baby, I love. Let's talk money. money. Ah, fuck. <laughs> I think we normally talk money first. I always forget you. Yeah, yeah, because I always ask you too. I'm always. We always so we always do our ratings last when we do the ratings. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Let's talk money now. Okay, okay. So, David, how much do you think they spent on this movie? This is Ryan Gosling we're talking about here. Twenty-seven million. <laughs> not bad. Not bad. Guess. I just love the suspense that we my, built my, up. my over <laughs> under uh, under or you're over. I'm movie. over. Okay. Yeah. Twenty-three million. Lower. 16 million. 15. 15 million. Yeah. All right. Pretty pretty wild. I, I'm kind of surprised. Yeah. What'd they make? Uh, they ended up grossing 77 million worldwide. So good for them. There Fun. we go. Yeah. They, is that good? I think so. Yeah. yeah. They made $62 million profit? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'm actually surprised. I would have thought that Ryan Gosling would have gotten like, you know, 15 million alone. Not really. I'm just kidding. But I feel feel a little better about this movie that it's so that's lower budget N- knowing that it wasn't a even though it's not low budget but like yeah, i mean it's 15 million that's, yeah. that's a fuckload of money if, but like if i could even fathom 15 yeah <laughs> being a part of anything 15 million worth i mean jesus yeah. <laughs> that's big time baby in the big leagues <laughs> but yeah i mean stack cast honestly though eh, stacked all right should i don't want to i don't want to are you waiting to say the names the like you t- usually the do? The two main characters, uh, Ryan Gosling, Brian Cranston, are the two biggest names. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
There's but, other there's other people in it who are notable. I wouldn't call this a stacked like Baby Driver. Now that's a stacked cast. It is a stacked cast too. Yeah. yeah. This is this is just a cast. It's a cast that has a has has a star too. Yeah, I would so say 2011. Maybe this, not stacked, but 2011. This was right in the middle of Breaking Bad. It's good on them getting Cranston in the middle of Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and dude, he killed it. Um, so he has like one thing I want to just point out, which I was going to point out. It, it doesn't spoil anything. He has a limp. He has an injury. I don't. I think it's just part of the character. I don't think he actually had injury at the time. And if 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 he doesn't didn't have an injury, fucking did great. It's a whole other piece of just having to like make sure you're on point with being, you know. I think I could do that. Yeah, you just, probably could, limp. but yeah, just but limp around. Yeah, for sure. But when you get into certain movements, you're bending over, doing a lot of things with the cars. Like you got to be very noticeable. That you're like you got to be very, uh, you know, you got to keep in the cognizant. Back. Yeah, that's the word. Cognizant's a good word. Yeah, it is. Uh yeah, you just gotta gotta be on your p's and q's, you know, with with some shit like that. I just I just felt like he. Did a pretty good job selling it. Uh, did he win an award for that limp? Mm. He win best limp. David, I'm not going to be able to tell you. You want to know why? Why? Because it has 79 fucking wins and 180 nominations. Why would you not be able to tell me? You guys want to wait? I'm going to read through the because it's not, they don't like put them in order of wins. It's just mixed within all the nominations. So we're looking at so over. You're like, telling me you you didn't come prepared. You just pulled up a page. And you weren't like, let me find the good ones, like we always do. There's just a lot, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna just obviously. Oh, there's, so, there's so many. I don't. I, I can't tell you what you're asking. I mean, real quick, best limp. There's no fucking way. Yeah, that's just what I was about to say. There's no <laughs> way best limp is an award. I don't know, bro. Because some and of these is, film festivals are ridiculous. If it is and you miss it, shame on me. I'm gonna murder you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. So we'll go through a couple wins. Um, Academy Award. Um, fuck, just nominated. Best vibe. No, yeah. <laughs> what were they? What were they nominated for? They were nominated for best achievement in sound editing, baby. I think that I, th- I just think people liked the contrast between the silence and just the music. I don't know. I, I feel you, David. That you might not might not have liked it. You kind of wanted that extra score, but sorry to say. So the Amanda Awards would like to know who the fuck Amanda is. Amanda Bynes. Oh. Well, they won for Best Foreign Feature Film. Um, Amanda Bynes is currently living in Sweden. Yeah, well, what the fuck? So that's that's it's a foreign film because it's, uh, it's, a, yeah, it's well, in the U.S. Yeah, well, what about Austin Film Critics Association? Who the fuck's Austin, right? They won Austin, Best Director. Austin Jackson, Dolphins Left Guard. David's so smart. I yeah. just, fuck. All right, so they won Best Director, Best Supporting Actor, Best Adapted Screenplay. I mean, they're just... Did they win any real awards? No. Like a, like a Golden Globe or like a like a SAG Award, anything like that? Um, Cannes Film Festival, they won... Con, I know, I always do that. But come on. You don't... Well, they win at Con. They won um, the Best Director. All right. Nicholas Winding Riffin. Good on him. How do you say that? R E F N Refn. I'm not looking at it. I'm just hearing the stuff you're saying. Okay, okay, okay. And then they won uh, the Dublin Film Critic Circle Award for Best Film, Best Director, Best Actor, Best Actor Ryan Gosling. <gasps> That's absurd. The Florida Film Critic R- Circle quick. Awards. 
they won Best Supporting Actor, Albert Brooks. Woo! Go Florida. Home of the, the Palm Beach, or the Five Six Kings of the Palm Beach County. You're right. missaying our name? No, no, don't worry. We got the Golden Schmoes Award. They won for Favorite Movie of the Year, Best Director, Best Actor, Coolest Character of the Year, Best Music in a Movie. This is where all the fucking wins coming from. Most Memorable Scene in a Movie. It was the elevator scene. The coolest character of the year was the driver, Ryan Gosling. Best actor of the year, Ryan Gosling. I mean, they're just fucking... That's this is, that's crazy. J. Edgar came out that year. Yeah, but you know, Those Ryan you Gosling. are familiar. Leonardo DiCaprio played f- original FBI director J. Edgar Hoover. And at one point after his mom dies, he weeps and then puts on her clothes. <laughs> and they're like, oh, no, we think we think Ryan Gosling in this fucking whatever movie where he said very little multiple fucking fuck the Dublin and whatever the other thing you said was. Yeah. OK, well, we got more. We got the Internet Film Critics Society winner for a uh, best action film. All right. Yeah. Yeah. The we... Internet Film Critics Society. I asked if they won any real awards, and you were like, "Oh, dude, we got the Dublin. What about the the Dublin Critics Award and the... the we get the Irish Film and Television Awards, Best so, International Actor, basically, Ryan Gosling. Basically, all I'm hearing is Ireland fucking loves this movie. Oh, Ireland, Ireland's like that's that, that's our shit right there. The Italian Online Movie Awards. We don't. We real quick, real quick, real quick. We don't talk about those greasy guineas on the <laughs> show. All right. Next next award show. Las Vegas Film Critics Society Awards. Best Supporting Actor. Oh, I thought I was going to say Ryan Gosling, but it's Albert Brooks. Um, I'm going to get fucking one more in this motherfucker. Oh, oh, dude, dude, dude. The New York's Film Critics Circle Awards winner, Best Supporting Actor, Albert, Albert Brooks, won like 15 fucking awards for Best Supporting Actors. Yeah, I mean, he was good. Did I say actress? Actor, I mean. Yeah, I had to look up who Albert Brooks was, but, uh, yeah, good on him. He yeah. should have. He was, he was good. No, yeah. Dude, like a lot. Like a lot more than Ryan Gosling. I wonder if Ryan Gosling got jealous. Because he's way better than Ryan Gosling in this movie. Let's jump into this fucking movie, huh? Yeah. Yeah. All right, opening sequence. We, uh, he's watching like a, there's a Clippers game on TV. Mm-hmm. Dave Straley knows. We're going to jump around. David Straley. Uh, Brian, I'd like you to have his notes up if you could. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah. Was, is that is that like a pain in the ass for you? Or? It's too much. Is it? No. Okay. Uh, Dave Straley did comment on how sick the Clippers' old jerseys were back then. And he's not wrong. They were pretty sick looking. Mm-hmm. But Gosselin has a Clippers game on, and he's on the phone with someone. And he says, you don't need to know the route. He's like, you got... Five minutes once I get there, the clock starts. Anything happens in that five minutes, I'm all yours no matter what. A minute on either side of it, and you're on your own. Basically, that's, like, you, you start when I get there, you got five minutes, and then I leave. That's, like, the quote of the movie. Yeah, that's... So that's that Ryan is, Gosling's that's, bread and butter. That's part of what kind of pissed me off, because that's how the movie opens. That's what the trailer is. It's him saying that. And he's the getaway driver for two things in this movie. I thought this whole movie was going to be him being a getaway driver. There, because that's what the trailer leads you to believe. There are two crimes that he's the getaway driver for. Very misleading on what they're doing in this movie. 
but goddamn, if he doesn't grip that fucking steering wheel nice. I mean, he did. It got yeah. me. The opening scene, I was like, this might be good. Yeah. Might be good. He's going to be doing this all movie. Oh, no. No, he's just weird and, like, kind of putting his head down and not talking to people too much. Uh, so he says that. And he's like, you won't be able to reach me on this phone. Goes to a garage where Brian Cranston's working. And Brian Cranston's like, you look tired. You want some benzapine, noxabine, caffeine, nicotine. He's limping, David. Don't forget that. He's limping. limping. He's definitely limping. Yep. And then he's like, here we go. Silver Chevy Impala, the most commonly bought car in California. You'll blend right in, but I put 300 horsepowers under the hood. Immediately, I thought, that car looks the most suspicious to me. Even though it's the most common, even though it's true, to me, those cars, that car specifically just looks so suspicious. Is it is it just me or is it's it... trust issues? Okay, okay. You're like, why is why is that person want the same car other people have? Because <laughs> what's his deal? <laughs> I feel uh, like everyone's selling drugs out that car. Gosling pulls up to some warehouse and there's two guys like across the street when he pulls up. They have wire cutters and mm-hmm. shit and they kinda or not wire cut bolt cut wire cutters. Yeah, they're gonna do some electrical work. <laughs> uh, they have bolt cutters and they kinda nod and they go in when he pulls up. They break in, you hear shots fired. Um, and then Gosling, one guy starts running out and Gosling starts hearing on, he has a police radio in his car and he's got that and the radio of the Clippers game going at the same time. Yeah. So and I'm like, well, listening to both. it's kind of like, well, we'll get to that. Yeah. yeah. It's, he has Asperger's and he needs to know what's going on at the Clippers game. Both volumes have to be a certain level. It's very, it's very particular. Yeah. Um, Very so he's listening to both and he hears like shots fired at whatever he's like okay and units are like we're guy the one guy gets in the car and the units go we're two minutes out um, so they're waiting one guy makes it to the car the other guy takes a little bit longer but then makes it to the car they start driving off Gosling like a champ he pulls over in the side turns the lights off parallel parks behind a truck the cop like drives by doesn't shines see the, the light, they, have, the like, light. Yeah. they don't see him keeps going then he follows that cop couple blocks which i thought was cool and yeah then, which is somewhat smart but at the same time if he just looked in the he looks around he's like oh silver and pile behind me well actually i guess because of the the lights you're not really going to be able to make out the car behind you if it's at night right with the with like the with the lights and the I mean, you, you could yeah it, it's more difficult than yeah. during the day that's because ain't no sun man yep ain't no sun how's solar power ever gonna work sometimes it's night out god damn right maybe you're right all these people saying solar power is the way. Like, sun's not out all the time, guys. Yeah. What are you going to do at night? Yeah. Well, I guess uh, they can collect some of the moonlight. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so he avoids them, and then they're calling in the chopper, and he's driving normal on the bridge, and the chopper's going around shining the light. Dude, and this, this part threw me off because I'm like, I don't know what they're going to do, it, it, especially if this is the most common car in Los Angeles. How Did he say a number of how many there were or anything? Because there's probably like a hundred fucking thousand plus of these Chevy Impalas that are driving around. To where if, if they're looking for one and they don't know the exact license plate, I don't know if they're just going to spotlight any single one and just follow it. You know what I'm saying? Like if, if you're the helicopter. You might find like five of those within a fucking mile radius. I, I imagine they would call in whichever ones they spot and have cops go check it out. True. They just they have to. Yeah. And I mean 
the second they spotted him, like, oh, we got a visual on a Silver Impala heading whatever direction on the bridge. He fucking guns it because he yeah. hears him say it. They're like, oh, that's our guy. Yep. So he's he's driving around like a champ. He loses him. The like, mo- so he's, like, on a bridge when they spot him. The moment he gets, like, off that bridge, he, like, hits, like, an immediate left and then hits some, like, back streets and ends up underneath, a, like, a small bridge. Yeah, like, like an overpass. Yeah. And then just, like, pulls in, parks, turns the lights off, turns his car off, and just keeps listening to his walkie. And um, he sees that there is uh, the light from the helicopter shining just all around the underpass. And they just don't see him, which I'm like, oh, smooth. You don't see him. And then you see, though, that leather fucking, that leather grip right on the fucking steel. He's ready. He's oh, fucking, yeah. He's at the ready. He's got the dope, uh, get, the leather gloves. They get a call that there's a gang shooting somewhere else, so the helicopter... He's like going it. that way, and then he starts up and is driving normal. And he hears a call, and they're like, "Still keep an eye out for the Silver Impala, last spotted wherever." And then a cop, he's at a light across from a cop, and the cop's like, "I have a possible visual on the Silver Impala." And the second the light turns green, Gosling just guns it, and the cop lights him up, tries to follow him. He goes. This whole time, you're hearing the radio from the Staples Center. Clippers game going on and he pulls into like as he's pulling up to the thing thing goes off Clippers win game over this is insane to me because I'm like dude there are so many fucking cops in this area you're ne- <laughs> if you just did that you're, you're that road specifically they shot it when they like you're a lot of times you're not even going to be able to drive down that road because they have it blocked off because it's so packed because of the games and everything that's going on there and there are so many cops Right on that road and right off that road, all around there, you would. I'm like, dude, you would never. If you're the driver, you're you're Ryan Gosling. You're the best fucking driver in L. A. And you're trying to escape cop. You would never go there. Like I don't. You would find a bat. You would go. You would go a different way. Which is what makes it the perfect place to go, Braden. They're never going to expect him to go to the Staples Center. Are you kidding me? That's why you go to the Staples Center. You're right. You go to the Staples Center. He parked and then just got out of his car, put a Clippers hat on. And walked out right past the cops. Yeah, he so he skirted into a parking garage like fucking brilliantly and um, dipped. I really wonder though because they they just stay on Ryan Gosling. He walks out the car, he gets out, just puts his jacket on, puts a, like something like a hat on, like David was saying. But the two other guys, we don't see what happens to them because everyone's like walking out the game. So, but the cops like pull up right as he's walking out the parking garage, and he walks right past the cops. So the cops are like going in while everyone's leaving the game now, and I wonder. If those guys get away, we don't find out, but... It's not his problem. It's not his problem. You got the fuck out of there. Yep. So now he is... He's at his apartment. Is this, though... Is is it... We have, like, a shot of him going to his apartment, or is that afterwards? He does something... He, like, goes to his apartment, drops off a bag, and then leaves again. So I think during that drive scene, they're playing the song Night Call. I'm pretty sure is like one of the first times that they play the music and start the vibe and start showing like shots of LA and stuff like that. That is after that trip, they play the music. Yeah. Yeah. And guys, let me just say, this is uh, the song that they're playing. It's called night call by Kavinsky. And it is honestly, and I think it's a fucking great song. And if you're around a bunch of neon lights and skyscrapers, it is a perfect song to play in a city. So check it out. Yeah. 
Just wanted to let you guys know the soundtrack is actually somewhat fire. All right. So then Gosling like goes to his room, drops a bag off, and then leaves again, and then is going back and gets in the elevator with some chick and asks her what floor. She says, four, please. He hits four and then like kind of looks at her and then looks down like kind of shy as if he's not Ryan Gosling and could be like, you want to go fuck? And she'd be like, yeah. <laughs> um... And then, like, they both leave, and they live in the same hallway, mm-hmm. right down the hall from each other. He goes to his apartment. She goes to hers. Next day, he's dressed as a cop, and immediately, you're like, oh, shit, is he a cop? What the fuck's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> like, a, yeah. Was... Brian Cranston walks up to him, and he's like, hey, man, so spoke to the director. He wants you to roll it on this one. You're like, oh, okay, he's yeah. a fucking stuntman. Uh, he wants you to roll it on this one, but like, if you don't feel comfortable with it, there's no shame in backing out. I got us an extra five bucks, five hundred, five bucks. Got us an extra five hundred bucks though for us to split. So I got a little lost on this scene. Is he just a policeman in the scene, or is he the stunt driver? He's a stunt driver. He's okay, not well, an actor. He's- so then, so this is why it lost me a little bit. He's wearing the mask in that scene. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Did you say that? My bad. No. But the- okay. Okay. So yeah. So so he's wearing the mask. Um, this ma- like a mask. In so, like the the actor is a bald police officer. They want it to look something like him when he's driving the car. Yeah. So that's yeah. Yeah. I'm like I'm just bringing up like he was wearing a mask and it wasn't him. That which is what threw me off because I was like, is Ryan Gosling the stunt driver? Because I didn't know. I, okay. I thought it, I didn't know if he was yeah, playing I, a police officer on the side of the scene kind of thing or if he was the stunt driver. Yeah, there was I, took, a mask. I took it. He's just the stunt driver. That that mask is similar to what the. Actors. Actor okay, like. okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he rolls it like a champ. Yeah. And he's fine. Oh, he, sign, he signs like a waiver that's like, if you die, we're not held liable. And yeah. Doesn't say anything and just signs it. Brian's like, oh, that was great, kid. That, that was great. That was, that was, okay? Was... He just gives him a thumbs up. Yeah. Tough life. Now he's, uh, <laughs> he's at a grocery store and he sees that girl again with a kid and avoids them. And he's like, oh, sees fuck. Her sm- no, he like smiles and then puts his head down and goes down a different aisle. Yeah. And listens to her and her kid have like a cute. She's like, oh, there's my little monkey. And she's like, hey, hey, listen, I love you. And, and he goes, like, I love Aw. you too, mom. Yeah. yeah like, like a cute little moment. And he's just eavesdropping on the other aisle as you do. Yeah. You goes, know. goes out to his car. And my first thought was, oh, his car door's open. Because he stopped and it kind of looked like it was open. Was it? Yeah. And it, uh, I, I hope not. Otherwise, that's a huge hold. I just assumed, okay, I'm wrong. Uh, uh, I, yeah, I didn't notice uh, it. Stares at it and like puts the stuff on top, looks behind him, and then walks over. She's having car trouble. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So he gives her a ride home. Uh, they're not saying anything. Him and the kid just stare at each other in the elevator. Well, she stared at him, gave him like a really... Kind of like an empathetic kind of look, or just like a loving kind of look in the car. Kind of like I think a, a polite, grateful look. Yeah, not loving. Like ah, oh, this, this is nice. Thank you. Yeah, I took it as like there's no other male figure in the life, and this guy is very sweet. So she's kind of like an acknowledging that. Yeah. There, uh, he helps carry the groceries up, and the kid puts on a jack o' lantern mask. And goes and looks at Ryan Gosling, and he says, "Very scary. Want a toothpick?" Yeah, I'm like, and what then the... hands the kid a toothpick. Does the is that like a thing? I've other than like at a restaurant, I've never been offered a toothpick. 
No, like for the, I don't know. The, was that from like a character from like a scary movie or something? You said he's wearing a fucking. Kid was wearing Jack Lemmon. Ryan Gosling has a toothpick in his mouth for a lot of the beginning of the movie. Yeah. I don't know if he did down the stretch. Th- no, I don't yeah, think he I did. Think yeah. the, I think he broke that habit. Yeah. But I think that's just like, <laughs> hey, hey, kid, toothpicks are cool, huh? You want a toothpick? Here you go. Yeah, I didn't understand that. Here you go, that. champ. I thought it was supposed to like correlate to his character somehow or I, some shit. I think it's him. Like be- a kid playing the character or something. I don't know. There, to my knowledge, maybe I'm wrong. There's no toothpick chewing jack-o'-lantern. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, what? <laughs> I think it was Gosling being weird, not knowing what to say to the kid. And she's been like, uh, you want a toothpick? <laughs> I, got, I got toothpicks. You want a tooth? You want money? Well, I got, here's five bucks. Here you go. <laughs> like, that's what that felt like. Yeah, yeah. Like, ah, what do I do? What do I do? <laughs> Here, have a toothpick. Yeah, but the kid fucking loves it. He's like, oh, this is great. Ah, the kid just says, oh, thanks. Yeah, but even like when they're in the, the elevator. Like, rolling around with the toothpick <laughs> no, like, ah, this is so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah, for sure, I guess. But like even when they're in the elevator, the kid was like, like you could tell the kid liked yeah, kid. Ryan Gosling. Yeah. yeah. Who wouldn't? Yeah, it's Ryan Gosling. Uh, she's like trying to make small talk with him, and he's given weird, vague answers, like "good." Yeah, and then a he drive. Asks, yeah, she's so, like drive limos or he's like in movies. Is okay, and then there's a picture of a man and the kid, and he mm-hmm. goes, "Who's who's he?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm, I'm... She says it's Benicio's father. Says, oh, where is he? Prison. Mm. Like, ah, great. Yeah. Obviously, what I was kind of hoping, because, like, obviously, like, and later on in the movie, they show the picture kind of in the background. You're like, oh, dad's showing up at some point. Yeah. I was hoping he wouldn't. I was hoping, like, it just got lost there. They're just like, yeah, that's it. We got to explain why she's a single mom. He's in prison. That's it. Just, do it. just move on. That's all we need. Yeah. Move on. Yeah. Uh, they didn't, though. They, they did an all right job with that. Uh, Gosling then's like, well, it's part-time driving and I work at a garage and she says, where's the garage? And he just says the street. Yeah. Which streets are long. I'm not familiar with that particular street. I think he said Sepulveda. Dude, there are, and this is the thing too, you can't just say a street. There are car shops back to back to back to back on the same street. I'm talking about within uh, a couple hundred yards, there's four Fucking car shops back. Like a whole entire street for miles. It's just shops. Just fucking car shops. So, yeah, for him to say that is just. He just, he just says the street and yeah. then leaves. Like just super weird, vague, I don't know how to talk to people. And she's fucking loving it because it's Ryan Gosling. Yeah. If this was any other day. Oh, my God. If that was like fucking Paul Giamatti. This is Paul Giamatti. <laughs> Starring as driver, she'd be like, "All right, well, thanks for dropping us off. You can you can leave now." <laughs> that's, that's how that would go. Yeah. Instead, she's like smiling and staring at him. I was like, "This is fucking crazy." Yeah. And, uh, and Ryan Ryan never really closes the gap, like up to this point, at least. You know what I'm saying? Like as a person, like like talking to people. What in the movie? Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. mean Ryan Gosling, the person. I'm sure he's a well-spoken. No, I mean like with her, guy. like in the relation, like he doesn't really push the em- like he. I don't know, like he's there. He's obviously trying, like likes her, but doesn't really. She's very awkward and doesn't really do, do anything. Yeah, as you know, people with Aspergers tend to be sometimes. Yeah, you know, the more that we're going into this, David, I think you and David might be right. I, I, th- I think we are. Yeah, you you were saying Mark Wahlberg. Think of how different Mark Wahlberg's character in Fear is 
from this guy. The director's like, I just want the most sweet, badass Asperger's guy you've ever met. And Ryan's like, bro. Done. Done. Fucking done. Right, Where do I first, sign? First, though, we're going to need to cut out 40% of my lines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cut that script in half. Yeah, if I got Asperger, I'm not, I'm not saying none of that. So now we're at, we're at Nino's Pizza. Cranston is meeting with Mr. Rose there. Mr. Rose is eating Chinese food at the pizza place. Uh, the pizza probably sucks. Yeah, he's at the pizza <laughs> place, and the guy who's there, like, Mr. Rose is obviously, like, an important guy. Cause he's like, where are the chopsticks? The guy's like, ah, I don't have the chopsticks. He's like, chopsticks and fortune cookies. Let's go. And then the guy comes back with chopsticks. He's like, where are the fortune cookies? He's like, oh, I, I forget. He's like, just fucking forget it. Just forget it. Get away from me. You talking about Nino? No, I'm talking about the uh, dude who won all the uh, awards. Albert Brooks. Oh, Bernie Rose. Yeah. yeah Mr. Mr. Rose. Mr. Rose, yep. Then uh, Cranston's like, I need $430,000 to get a car so Ryan Gosling can race it. And I'm like, how the fuck does he need that much money? It was such a fucking bananas thing. Yeah. And then Clay from Sons of Anarchy walks in. He's mm-hmm. Nino, but he's yep. Clay from Sons of Anarchy. He David Straley also said, I hope you guys refer to him as Bellboy, which is his character's name in Hellboy. Uh, and I, I can't imagine. I've, I haven't seen Hellboy. I've I just, seen I just can't. His name wasn't Bellboy. I assume, I, well, I I assume he's Hellboy, right? Yeah. I don't I don't remember anyone calling him Bellboy. Sorry, David. All right, so, so Hellboy. I think it's a typo. David Straley, get your shit together. You're running, you're running with the five six kings. You can't be sending us typos. Uh, I honestly, this was not me setting you up, David. I was just like, yeah, Bellboy's his name, and I was like, there's no way, there's no way in the movie Hellboy. They also had a character named Bellboy. I kind of just pieced that together on the fly. I wouldn't have called you out like that had I put that together earlier. But this is the world we live in. Yeah. Um, so Clay walks in and asks Mr. Rose why he's eating chink food in his restaurant. And Mr. Rose asks what a Jew is opening a fucking pizza place (laughs) with great back and forth. And then, uh, he looks at Cranston and he's like, why don't you take a fucking hike while I talk to my partner? And Cranston's like, uh oh, he's like, I'm just fucking with you. And then they talk. He's like, how's your leg? Yeah. That's how his leg is. And you're like, oh, that's, that's interesting. Mm hmm. That's how his leg is. He's super just imposing and intimidating. And the guy is like, I want to... Mr. Rose is like, I want to see the driver before I invest anything. So then we cut right to Gosling's driving on like a racetrack. Yeah. And he is fucking smoking it. He's great. He's a great driver. Yeah. Great driver. No no one's, no one's taking that away from him. He's like a centimeter from the wall the entire time and just probably Cruising. setting fucking records or some yeah. shit. Uh, Mr. Rose walks up after and reaches out to shake his hand. Gosling stares at it for 10 seconds. At least. Like 10 seconds at least. And then says, my hands are dirty. And my the hands guy are dirty. He doesn't talk like that. Well, he said it in like a very like. And then the guy said, so are mine. And he's like, all right. Shake his <laughs> hand like. And the guy tells Cranston, he's like, I'll give you $30,000, but I want 70%. Cranston goes, deal. Deal. Yeah, so they're going to do a race team, and this guy's getting 70% of what they make. Great. Yeah. Or not 30000 
Sorry, did I say 30,000? I thought you said 70,000. 70% 70 is what he's getting. Okay, yeah, yeah. 300,000. Yeah. He wasn't like, Cranston wasn't like, I need 430,000. He's like, I'll only give you 30, but I want 70 grand. It's like, deal. Like, that'd be crazy. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. 300,000 for 70%. 70%. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Now we're at the garage where uh, the the girl, the the, the lady, Mm -hmm. Gosling's neighbor and her kids show up. They found out which garage. I don't know if they like just drove around trying to find it, but they found this garage. The kid They're goes like, over. The kid got school or something. Like, no, no, they don't. Who does that? Yeah, yeah, they don't. They this don't kid do has no normal life. Apparently, it's fucking wacky life. This kid, <laughs> right? <has. laughs> Dad's in prison. Ryan Gosling's just staring at him all the time. Yeah, what They're, a life. Doesn't go to school. The kid goes over and watches mom Gosling. becomes super obsessive over people super quick. Like the fact that she's like finding where he works and like showing up. I mean, I'm sure she's getting a deal on the car. Smart. She's a single mom. She works at fucking Denny's, by the way. The Den- oh, David. Sh- I'm so glad David Shirley Texas. He said the product placement, the silly fucking product placement in this car paid for this movie. And I think without a doubt. Because she works at Denny's, they have Goodyear <laughs> tires, they're, they're fucking, they're drinking, like, Budweiser later, like, the product placement's all over the place in this movie. Yeah, is that part of the, how do you think they negotiated that? We got Ryan Gosling. They're going to, like, Goodwill Tire, like, hey, you, you. Goodyear. Goodyear. Goodwill is a thrift store. Yeah, what did I say, Goodwill? Yeah. yeah. Goodyear. They're going Goodyear. to Goodyear. Like, no, no, we got Ryan Gosling. I'm like, yeah, do. Yeah. Here's. Here's fifteen million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> um, the kid's watching Gosling work on his car, and Gosling staring at him, and then goes, "You blinked," and the kid goes, "What?" <laughs> like laughs, like confused by what he's by what he's talking about. Cranston then, like it's weird. He's talking to the mom. And he's talking about Gosling. He's like, he came here as a young kid off the street. I just told him to you know, fix a car and show me what you can do. And then I hired him on the spot for half the wages that I would normally hire someone. I've been getting cheap labor out of him ever since. And he was saying, like, right before that, he's, like, part of the, what, what you're saying is, like, this kid was surprising me with everything he knew and, like, all the stuff he could do. And, and then, yeah, it goes on to basically insult him. <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, oh, don't tell him, don't tell him. Gosling walks up, and Cranston's like, hey, their car's going to take longer than I thought. Why don't you give them a ride home? Which, like, Cranston's like, yeah, come on. But yeah. It, was, it was weird, like, he's gone from, like, being his wingman to them being like, this dumb motherfucker doesn't know how much he could be making. <laughs> what a loser. <laughs> like, going back and forth from that, which is weird. Um, and Gosling's response, he looks at her, he's like, I don't have tires on my car. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kranz is like, we'll put them on. <laughs> His car's up on a lift with no tires. So he, I guess he goes Dude, and it's puts be them on. Yeah, it's, it's so weird. Uh, so he goes and puts tires on and then takes them home. <laughs> Takes, oh no! Actually, he doesn't take them home. I'm sorry. He leaves work midday, and he's driving, and he's just like, "You want to see something?" And then they drive down by. That's the L.A. River, right? Yeah. Okay. They, they drive down by the L.A. River. If you've seen Terminator, it's like that area where Terminator. Sorry, Terminator Two: Judgment Day. Yeah, you guys. It's, know, like, yeah. it's like down there in that. Like Google you L.A. River. Auto, you'll know. It's, you it's know. not San Andreas. Yeah. 
It's not like a river, river, like Google LA River, and you'll know what it is. And then they're down by a creek, and they hang out there for a little bit. And the then creek's Ryan... at the very end of it, where it just stops, basically. Okay. Yeah. It's like an actual spot. It, yeah, I mean, it's they literally went to the, just the very edge of the LA River, and then there was okay. the creek right there. Okay. Where where like the concrete stopped. Yeah. Okay. So that's where they are, and then Gosling, we see him carrying the kid. And puts him to bed. The mom says that they had a great time and thank you. And is kind of like staring at him. And he then, she had, she was wearing his jacket. I guess she got cold. He then mm. takes his jacket out of her hands and says, I'm not doing anything this weekend if you want a ride or something. And then leaves before she responds. <laughs> and then we just see the. They're in the car again. But dude, he's Ryan Gosling, so it's like it's hot so, as shit. So fucking weird. They're in the car again, and they keep showing Dad's picture in the background when they're playing in the living room. So obviously he's coming back. And then he puts the kid to bed again, and then they're in the car, and she's holding his hand. Brayden, I mean, I assume, like there's music playing here. I assume you loved all of this. Yeah. So this part is um, it's it's another good song. It's called A Real Hero. They actually played this song. They played it at the end, too. Yeah, they played it at the end, too. But it basically just, it's how it's called, a real hero. That's, like, the main chorus of it. And it's just about, finally, a human being who's just real and genuine. He's a real person, so that makes him a real hero. And that's, like, supposed to be the significance between the song and the moment that's going on, is that she's finding someone other than all of her experiences with other people where this guy's actually just a genuine human being. He's not, though. Yeah. <laughs> he, he gives her fucking weird, vague answers. He's a getaway driver for crimes. Yeah, exactly. So she thinks he is, like, the most honest, you know, simplistic, honest, genuine person she's ever met. And that's supposed to be, like, why she's so into him. Well, she's a fucking moron, dude. <laughs> so now we're having, we're having a team meeting at the garage. No, but you're right. Like, he's a fucking stranger Thanks. that is, like, given fucking four words to her over the course of like an hour of them being together over like three different or, days or maybe maybe like they've been together for a year we've no idea what's going on in this movie yeah it seems like a day and she's like oh this is my kid's new father and that's we're, exactly we're gonna what be I'm together saying. forever yeah. david straw oh, he put something he sent something great you're supposed to be on top of the david Shirley notes man you're oh, really dude, dropping dude. the ball there oh, bro. he said like he just left work midday and then, like, took them home and became dad in one fucking day? Yeah. Is that what he said? Da- dad of the year. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. You fucking... Hey, Braden, would it be too hard for you? Like, I got you, bro. Got you. Got you kidding? Look who you talking to. It's Braden Bullard here. I'm on top of those notes. Yeah, I wish I wish fucking I had... Fucking got it. I wish I had... No, I gotta pull up my Spotify to, to talk about how it's, like, the new hero song is playing. <laughs> yeah, I... The listeners are really going to enjoy that. You guys really go go to Spotify, listen these, to the song. Stand alone, these movies aren't good. Or these songs aren't good. Like, they fit the movie. Oh, no, I think they're great. You're out of your fucking mind. I, but I love different... I love these kind of genres. I'm, I, I love weird music. Like you chill music. and listen to that, you're like, yeah, it's mine. Honestly, those songs have, like... You need to listen, you need to, listen to Leftover you're, Crack. You're, you're going right? to hate me. But those, some of those songs have, have like, vibe. the most vibey type of songs. Get the fuck out of here. What did, but, Bra- what did, what did David Straley say? 
I don't know, bro. Vibey? That's how you're going to... They got some of the most vibey. Yeah, where it's catchy, where it stays with you. I fucking hate you. David Straley commented on him leaving work and becoming dad. Now we got a team meeting at the garage. Don't even find it. You're past that point. Yeah. You fucked up. Yeah, homie just took the rest of the day off, worked to drive her home and become dad in a day. Yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, glad we uh, spent 20 minutes finding that shit. Yeah, I'm on top of his fucking notes. Fuck you. Team meeting in the garage. (laughs) Clay is not impressed with the car. That they bought for $300,000. Yeah, he, I wasn't either. I'm like, look and then at this fucking trash. And then he sees a car over on the side. Didn't look like a $300,000 car. At all. At all. But, at uh, all. And then he looks over at a, at a nice looking car in the garage and says, that is one motherfucking fine ass pussy mobile motherfucker. Exactly like that. I'm like, wow. He's Clay, if you guys have seen Sons of Anarchy... He's the president of Sons of Anarchy for a lot of that show. He's this fucking big white dude that does not sound like he's seem like he's gonna talk like that. And then he's like, "That's a fine ass pussy mobile, motherfucker!" Like crazy. And you're like, "Oh, that's part of this movie now." Yeah, great. Uh, Bernie tells Cranston to sell Clay that car, and then goes over to Gosling and asks him if he's ready for the ready to start racing the car and then he's like you know uh cranston you know, used to work for me and he'd do like contract work and he overcharged and i i knew he was overcharging but then he worked for clay and clay didn't take kindly that overcharging he broke his fucking pelvis so that's why cranston's limp- limping clay yeah. broke his fucking pelvis and he's like so he's got a lot on the line he invested a lot in you i hope you know that and then just walk. And he's like, but I'm excited, you know? We're going to be yeah, doing something be, new. It's going to be great. We're be racing cars? How cool is that? Like, yeah. Let's do it. All right, bud. All right. You know, Ryan, you know, he just had that awkward, didn't say nothing, kind of just, just stared at him. Looked off into the distance. Almost like he wasn't looking at him. It's, it's yeah. like he's lost. It's, it's fucking bizarre. <laughs> now they're back at the, the fucking the apartment. Gosselin's sitting on the couch with the kid. They're watching cartoons. He's like, that bad guy. The kid's like, yeah, he's a shark. He's bad. And he's like, aren't, aren't some sharks good? And the kid's like, no. <laughs> and then the babysitter shows up. And then the phone rings, but we don't see mom answer it. Mom just keeps getting ready and ignores the phone. And then we're in the car. I don't. Then we're in the car. I don't think it was a babysitter. Maybe I was wrong. It's someone coming to watch the kid. Is it? Yeah, because she's there la- later when she goes to work. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Th- I'm thinking of something else. Yeah. She's uh, she's watching the kid. The phone rings. She doesn't answer it. And then her and Gosling are in the car. And she says, that was my husband's lawyer on the phone. He's coming home next week. Gosling looks sad. And then for 52 seconds. No way. Not a word is said. They just drive in the car. <laughs> I there was a point where I was like, "Oh, like there's something wrong with my internet connection. This is frozen." No, just silence, and they just drive in the car, and then that scene ends. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> what the fuck? Have that? Sure, he doesn't say anything in that moment. Like that's fine. But why? Have it, why have it, it be twenty-two seconds? And it has the same gravity. Yeah. Have it be fucking 12 seconds and it has the same gravity. 52 seconds in a not that long movie. Yeah. Ridiculous. (laughs) 
Yeah, I don't know. Maybe the director really likes the long takes and thinks that this is building intimacy or something. Yeah, because 52 seconds of silence, man. Because the girl, you know, she does great, the actress, but she, she's also very not talkative. She doesn't talk at all. And I just think that the director thinks, oh, we're going to really try and capture on two people who don't really have good communication skills and try to show the way that they bond through this weird, intimate, non-dialogue fucking way. It's kind of weird. Could have been accomplished in way less than 52 seconds. No, no, yeah, I agree. Way too long of a pause. Yes, yeah. Way too fucking long. Matt, he thinks he's soaking that d- shit up. Imagine like if, if you and I are in a room and neither of us are talking for 52 seconds and like there's nothing on TV we're not doing anything else. We're just sitting here in silence for 52 seconds. One of us is like breaking the silence somehow. Yeah. We're like, oh, let's talk about something. This is crazy. What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> just silence. Should we get uh, 52 seconds right now? And then no. 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 Um, <laughs> then we see there's a song that Braden probably really likes playing. Yep. Under Your Spell by Desire. Under Your Spell by Desire is playing, and it's loud. Like, Gosling, it's, it's... We cut to Gosling in his apartment. He has, like, a light. He's at a desk. Looks like he's working on some kind of engine part. Yeah. He's working on something. And you can hear the music, and then you cut to the hallway and see that the door is all decorated and says, Welcome Home, and the music's real loud there. So it's like, oh, he can hear it down the hall in his apartment, which is fucking nuts. Yeah. Uh... Then you cut inside the apartment. That's a welcome home party for dad. Dad is the guy from the new Star Wars movies. Oscar Isaac. The guy from the new Star Wars movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's the fuck like... Dude, this is the 20th... Real quick. Hey, real quick, real quick, real quick. Congratulations, man. This is our 20th movie we've done. Woo! Check that out today. 20 movies. Nice. Yeah. But, like, you're not used to... You're like, oh, I got to say the actor's name. Everyone knows Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Nobody knows that fucking name. It's a big Not name. one person. He's in the new Doom movie. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> Doom? He's in the new Doom movie? Dune. Yeah, with an N. Do- I said Doom. Like, like The, the Rock. Or the what? video game movie that The Rock made years ago that fucking flopped bad. And people were like, oh, The Rock's not going to be a movie star. Well, suck it, people. Yeah. The Rock's a fucking movie star. Uh... The, the the guy from the new Star Wars movies, David Straley made that same connection. He didn't say Oscar Isaac. I can't help but notice that your phone is closed. How'd that happen? And you were like, "Oh no, I'll, yeah, I got you, I got you, man." Like I'll do the I'll do the Straley notes that he's dude. We the listener sends in notes, and you're like, "I don't give a fuck." <laughs> <laughs> fuck that dude, bro. I was I was I was on Spotify under your spell. Yeah, and you yeah, great. You could have had that on the same page in the notepad. Could have you you could have had that all together. Come on, man. Um, it's Star Wars guy, and then he does a toast. This guy does toast a lot in this fucking movie, by the way. Yeah. We'll, we'll do another toast later. I don't know anyone who does toasts. This guy's doing multiple. multiple. When he was in prison, he must have... T- oh, my God. How great would that be if backstory... They're like, so when you were in prison, you took a Toastmaster course. Oh. You're really good at giving toasts. <laughs> so that's... That, <laughs> so that's, that's... We're going to have you do that a few times. Dude, like, I wouldn't part be of the education system. I wouldn't be surprised from like the choices that this director has been choosing. You know, like we're gonna have Ryan Gosling, the main character of Aspergers. We're gonna have this guy. This guy's a Toastmaster. Toastmaster. <laughs> um, Dad's playing with the kid. Mom's smiling. She's happy seeing it. Yeah. The kid's real happy. And then he makes a toast, and he's like, "Oh, it's good to be back." 
what he did was really bad and he knows he has a lot to make up for. But second chances are rare and he's going to make the most of it and that's worth celebrating. And she kind of like it's weird because like she's smiling. He, he thanks her specifically. He goes, uh, thanks for thanks for being a great mom. Thank you for staying. I love you. And she's like super smiling and then never like you could tell she she's conflicted with it. Oh, yeah. And it cuts like to her and Ryan Gosling like it kind of like back and forth. We're t- you're talking about in the hall? No, 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 I'm talking about just her in there. Oh, in this okay. scene, like her oh, facial yeah, yeah. expression, because she never fully breaks her smile. She You're talking get... about when I, when when he's talking to her, yeah, or giving the speech. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "I love you. Thank you for sticking around. Yeah. All of that stuff." And you could tell she did a very good job here, because mm-hmm. she never like fully breaks her smile. Yeah, because if you go full sad, she girl, looks conflicted. Yeah, yeah. But but if she goes full sad girl, he's like, "Fuck's wrong with you?" Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. hear all these great things I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> she kind of like is still smiling, like putting on like a polite smile. You could tell she's conflicted. And then now she's out in the hallway. Yeah, now she walks out to the hallway and. Well, actually, we don't see her walk out. We see Gosling walk. leave his apartment, and she's sitting in the hallway. I thought it was he leaving or was he walking in? He's walking out because oh, okay, he was right. sitting there listening to the music. And I think, oh yeah, I yeah. think he was like, I, I can't do this anymore. I'm fucking, I'm heading out. <laughs> I gotta leave. Comes out. She's sitting in the hallway. Looks at her. They say hey, and then she says sorry about the music. And he jokingly says, "I was about to call the cops," which is funny. And like then that. that was the, that was his best line. And then she says, I wish you would. And now, now as like, 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 oh, like, I'm like a love. cute little, like, now, the, the, cute little, cute little, but fucking kind of manipulative. Oh, I'm in here with my husband. Yeah, no, I, I wish it was you and me. Well, like, well, you could make that happen. Oh, yeah, I feel that. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, it's not, that's something within your control. Yeah. Divorce your fucking scumbag criminal husband and yeah. come on the gosh train baby yeah it's ryan gosling baby yeah. so then right as that's happening the the son runs out he's got like a bag of trash and then the dad comes out as well and dad notices that they're just they're fully fucking in love connecting kind of eyes i mean not like love but he can tell that they're connecting and, and dad comes out he goes hey so he, the neighbor's like my son's been talking i've heard all about you from this guy yep you really, uh, he's a big fan of yours, huh? And he kind of smiles and says, like, so you've been, uh, you've been helping out a lot while I was gone, huh? Huh? And then he's like, eh? yeah. Yeah. Is that what you've been doing? You've been helping out? And he goes, yeah. He goes, yeah, it's nice of you. That's really nice of you. I appreciate that. And he goes, come on, bud. Let's let mommy talk to her friend. And then they go and they just kind of open the trash thing. It's like a trash shoot down yeah. the hall. They go and the kid throws the trash down. Probably really fun for the kid. Yeah. He's probably like, oh, can I throw it down the chute? He's like, yeah, yeah. It makes He's sense. like, come on, let's let mommy talk to her friend. And like him and the mom, Gosling and the mom, just smile back and forth during all of this. Like, Once again, like Gosling's not, not too threatened by this guy. <laughs> like, it's, it's weird because it was, it was weird vibes, but you could tell Gosling's like, fucking this Jamoke, Star Wars fucking fighter pilot. Fuck him. Yeah, exactly. Like he had to reiterate, like right, right, because it's almost like Ryan wasn't going to answer him, but he does. Yeah, yeah. It's just they just kind of smile, and then Gosling walks off, and then the guy walks back. He goes, "Have a good night." Next, uh, Gosling is he's at a diner and he's eating some sort of a la mode dessert. 
Yeah, I, can't I tell. didn't know what, what I couldn't, it was. I couldn't see anything under the vanilla ice cream, mm-hmm. but it was a plate of vanilla ice cream. And I, I just can't imagine there wasn't some kind of pie or something underneath it. Yeah, and I'm like, what is right? Right, like, like that'd be crazy if they're like, have a plate of vanilla ice cream. Yeah. Uh, there's some guy who is credited on IMDb as Bearded Redneck. Did not so see that. Bearded Redneck is sitting up. They're at like the, the diner bar. And he's staring at Gosling, and then he goes over and sits next to him, and he's like, you're my driver for for a job. You drove me and my brother from Palm Springs. He goes, yeah, we tried to get a new wheelman for the last job, and I went to jail for six months, and my brother lost his life. He goes, we're, I got this new job coming up, and then Gosling stops him and goes, how about you shut your mouth, or I kick your teeth down your throat? And shut it for you. Did he say shut it for you? Yeah. I would have liked it better had he not said, shut it for you. And, and it's funny. Like, why don't you shut your mouth or I'll kick your teeth down your throat and shut, and it, shut it for you? That's adding shit. Shut your mouth or I'll shut it for you. Fine. Shut your mouth or I'll kick your teeth down your throat. Fine. Both of them together? Fucking crazy. <laughs> I did not know he said both. And I'm less of a fan of his reaction there. <laughs> and it was so... Like even though he was stern, it was it was like he didn't curse, didn't get like real riled up. No, he said it very calmly. Yeah, yeah. And the guy's like, "Oh, sorry, shit." But yeah, so basically that dude is just like undercover, and they're somewhat on to. I would assume. Oh, I didn't think that. Oh, you didn't think that? That's I mean, what I assume. I mean, it could be. That's it's a good thing to to piece together. But I, I think Gosling's like, "Hey, we're in a fucking public diner." I assume like I don't want to talk about getaway driving jobs that I've been doing. Well, it just seemed like the dude was trying to egg him on to say certain shit because he was asking all these questions in a diner, and the and it's like they don't know each other or probably even what they look like. I don't. And like, why would Ryan Gosling remember what this dude looked like who had a mask on and shit? And like, I don't think he was asking all these questions that seemed very like trying to get him to admit that they did a job together about that about doing something like that because he's like oh he ended up in the prison uh, this and that like almost trying to get him to ignore I totally took it as yeah, but this if undercover if your response is shut your mouth before I kick your teeth down your throat the cops who sent him in there are like oh this guy definitely did something yeah, that's a crazy th- response if he's just like I, I don't know what you're talking about but I think at the same time it's like it, it basically tells the cops like dude you're not gonna you're not going to get me like this. You might as well fucking stop or I'm going to fucking beat the shit out of like one one of your undercovers. They'll get him for that. That's illegal. Yeah, but you that's... can't beat someone up for talking to you. Yeah, but they wouldn't Kick do their that. Teeth down their throat? Yeah, but they wouldn't do that unless they it's killed aggra- the guy. Aggravated assault. But that's not as near as bad as probably what they're trying to get him for. Yeah, but then him. they bring him in and they're like you're going to do time for this. We're going to push for the max sentence. True. And like or you can admit your involvement because they don't want the driver. They want like fu- they would want Cranston. unless they unless they would they... they would want Cranston who would lead to Bernie and fucking Clay from Sons of Anarchy like they would they want to go up the ladder they're not like oh we gotta we gotta unless put Ryan Gosling a lot away more from that Ryan Gosling has done in his past why why do you think all these crazy extra parts of people's backstory exist I'm sure it does he seems like a fucking professional who's done and even uh, Brian was talking about how he's like they don't want the driver. They wouldn't want. They wouldn't want. The, he's not their big get. I get. I get what you're saying. But big I, get is those two guys. We find out later are connected to East Coast Mafia and all that shit. Like it's 
they want to go up the ladder. They're not happy if they get Ryan Gosling. Because what do you get away driver for robberies? Like what? what yeah, but that's a great. They, that's they got to get a new that. driver now. We got him. No, I feel you. But High fives, everybody. That's if they know that. I'm saying like Ryan might have killed other people in his past or something like that. Like this character might have done some again, crazy they shit. They don't care about that. What? You don't think there'd be an investigation opened if this dude was if know, they're doing an, a bunch if they're of doing an undercover people? on like and having trying to get the driver? It's because they think it leads to something. But they don't care if he's killing people. They're not trying to get a serial killer. You don't do undercovers to get a serial killer. They're trying to bring down the organized crime. You don't though, like what? If, because they no. might think he might be like that, and they're they don't have any evidence. They might know that he's a fucking psychopath. Then you follow him. Yeah, yeah. You don't have an undercover go and try to get good with him, and then you're like, "We know you killed all these people." Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I, I feel you. They're like, oh, yeah. "What's Bernie up to? We want we want that Jew." True, because he was bringing up the jobs that he did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gosling is driving back into the parking garage at the building where he lives and sees two. Two big dudes with track suits walking out, and they kind of stare him down, and they go get in their car, and then Gosling gets out and walks around the corner and sees. Did you look like you want? No, yeah, I was just gonna say it seemed like a very awkward part of whatever building they're at, because it was like some random back alley, like hallway or some shit. I, I couldn't tell where we were at at this building. Yeah, it was, you know. Yeah, it was, so it was in the parking garage. Yeah, but there's like a weird little. Little cut out in the parking garage, and I'm like, well, why is Oscar back there? What? Why is his son back there? Did they take him back there? Did they surprise him? They don't. I don't yeah. know. Just well, seem like very kind of weird. We're calling him Oscar, also. Yeah. Okay. Okay. His dad or Star Wars guy or Standard. His fucking name is Standard. Is it? Yeah. In this movie, it's Standard. Standard is the character's name. Standard Gabriel. What? What the fuck? <laughs> and it's all to set up. We'll get. To, we'll get to why it's Standard. Why they named him that in the movie, just to oh, set up one reason? part. Yeah, there's, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. Oh, I didn't know. So Standard is like leaning up against the wall and he beats his shit. He's covered in blood and the kid's over like off to the side. He's like he's, in the very far background. He's, he's like, like hiding it's, behind He's like, it's corner. okay, buddy. I'm fine. Don't, don't tell mommy about this. And then Ryan Gosling like walks past him. He goes, ah, fuck. <laughs> Gosling checks on the kid, makes sure the kid's all right. And now we're inside just the like apartment. Just like steps over him too. Because he's yeah. like kind of like. I, like I don't care about this guy. Yeah. He's like I want to make sure the kid's okay. Goes to the kid. They're in the apartment. Gosling asks the dad. He's like what happened? What were they guys? And dad's sort of standoffish at first. Did you take him as as if. Well here let's go on. I'm going to ask you in a second. Dad's standoffish at first. And then he's like I paid some guys for protection in prison. And I owed him $2,000. And now they're saying, then they said it was 10000 now they're saying it's 20000 and I have to rob this pawn shop for them in order to pay it off, but I'm not going to do it. And Gosling's like, all right, and the guy's like, they said they'll come for Irene and Benicio next, which is the wife and... So what kid. I was going to ask is, do you think he's telling the truth, or do you think he's lying about what he said? Do you think he... So, I think he's telling the truth because... Ryan Gosling then goes out to check on the kid. The kid's holding a bullet. And not about that part, though, about how much money he borrowed. So, like, he said he borrowed, like, two grand. So, he didn't didn't borrow money. He needed protection while he was in prison. And it was just, they were like, all right, when you get out of here, you got to pay us whatever amount. Okay. So, so he wasn't borrowing money. He was like, hey, 
people want to kill me in here. Will you guys protect me? And they're like, sure, it'll be 2000 when you get out of here. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And then he got I, out I of there, and they're yeah, like, yeah. well, it's actually 10000 now. And he's like, I don't have fucking 10000 Come on. And they're like, well, it's twenty. Yeah. And he's like, what the okay, fuck am I going to do? Yeah. Um, I absolutely believe they're going to come back for the wife and kid because Ryan Gosling goes out to check on the kid, and the kid's holding a bullet. Yeah. And he says, the guy gave it to me and told me not to lose it. <laughs> Which is fucking dark. Yeah. Handed the kid a bullet. Like, Make sure you don't lose that. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Next, uh, David Shirley saying anything? Any of this stuff? Oh, he's just saying the acting in some of these scenes are like a middle school play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For sure. Um, now, he's, now he's at Denny's. He's visiting the mom at work. She works at Denny's. It's very prominent. And he asked, Asked how the kid's doing and said, I saw I saw Standard. He looked all beat up. And she's like, yeah, he got beat up. He goes, oh, what happened? She goes, some drunk kids jumped him. So he lied. Yeah. And then the dad, um, oh, no, some drunk kids beat him up. And then she's like, you should come to dinner at our house. Which does not seem like a good idea. Then he's there. And dad tells the kid... In front of Ryan Gosling, the story of how he and mom met. <laughs> he and mom met. And he's like, your mom was 19. And she goes, I was 17. And he goes, you were 17? You were oh. underage? <laughs> and she that goes, was illegal. Yeah. He goes, all right. So I illegally walked up to the underage girl. And I said hi to her. And she didn't say anything. And I said, my name is Standard Gabriel. And then she said... Where's the deluxe version? That is the only reason they named this character fucking Standard. Because they thought of that. They were like, if we oh, name him Standard, we could be like, oh, when they met, she was like, well, where's the deluxe? We can give him a name that isn't a fucking name. So we could then do It's fucking baffling. <laughs> you liked this movie. You like this fucking movie. I would I give it a 6.4? Give it a 6.4. It's good vibes, good acting, good music. It's got a good aesthetic, you know? Good aesthetic. It's quiet <laughs> just at the right time. <laughs> <laughs> um, Now Gossip breaks into a Mustang and steals it. Just out of nowhere. He goes out. It's like parked on the side of the street. He fucking pops it, gets in, drives off, and meets Standard and some dude in a tracksuit who they're calling... Uh, Fuck are they calling him? I don't have it down here. Don't look at me. Cook. They're calling him Cook. Ah. Uh, goes up. The guy, Cook, has a tracksuit, and he gives the five-minute speech. Tells him that I'll be the driver, five minutes, blah, blah, blah. Standard's like, I can't do this on my own. I, I need someone to do it with me. And then he goes, you got Blanche over there. Blanche is some redhead girl. She rolls her eyes and goes, don't you fucking roll your eyes at me. You know, get the fuck out of here. Standard, go buy her a Coke. I, she was she was like an adult woman, and he's like, you "Roll your eyes at me, Blanche." Standard, go buy Blanche a Coke, and Standard and Blanche walk off, crazy. And then the guy's writing on his hand. He's like, "All right, so here's what I can give for Standard minus what he owes me. Here's what I can give Blanche, and here's what I'm willing to give you." And then holds up his hands, and he just wrote "fuck off" on his hand. And he's like, "Does that work for you?" It's, it's a baffling conversation they're having. Yeah. And Ryan, Ran or Ryan Reynolds, 
Ryan, Ryan Reynolds would have crushed this role. <laughs> Ryan, Gos- <laughs> Ryan Gosling's just like, but his debt with you is square once we do this. And the guy's like, yeah, 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 whatever, whatever. So now Gosling's having dinner with the family again. Standard's giving a toast. Toastmaster Standard goes to his new buddy, to, to my family, to my new friend, and the future. And then looks at his wife and goes, our future. I love you, baby. <laughs> it's so weird that Gosling's here for all this. Gosling just has this like very, very bullshit little half smile on his face, just looking down at the table, like I don't know what the fuck to do. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, now it's the job. They're at the the pawn shop out in the middle of nowhere. Pawn shops are typically in like street malls with other street malls, strip malls, like little plazas with other shit. There's a shit ton in in L.A. to where it's like. Because it's kind of like a stand... It looks like it's on the side of a highway. Yeah. It looks like well, a rest area, and it's a pawn shop. It looks like it's right off the up like a main road, on like the corner of like a main road, with without like a plaza. Because usually they're in a plaza or some type of strip like David's... It felt like they were on a highway. I felt like it was just like a main... Like a big main street or something like that, and they were like on the corner of the big street. I could be wrong, but... But yeah, um, usually it, it's... Uh, any type of place like this is going to be in a plaza or something like that. So it was kind of weird that it was like standalone, like by itself. Yeah, look more like a bank on the on the corner than than a pawn shop. Yeah, but it's a pawn shop. Yeah, pawn shop. Uh, <laughs> so they pull up in the Stang. Blanche is like leaning up against the side of the building. He tells Standard, "See you in five minutes." Standard says, "I'll see you in four. Mm. And has a gun, puts it in his waist. He and Blanche walk in. And like a nice looking, like one of those Buicks, like looks looks. Uh, that's not a Buick. It's not. It starts with a C H. It's not a Chevy. It's a fucking. Oh, dude, it's right there. Chrysler. Chrysler. Yep. Chrysler. Yep. Okay. There. One of those, David comes to save the day. Nice, nice looking Chrysler pulls up, and Gosling kind of stares at it. He already knows. It's all. It has very tinted windows. Yeah. So. He starts to, I think, put on his gloves. Put on his glove. He's getting ready. Yeah. He's fucking, he's like, here we he's, go. He's Blanche comes out, gets in the car, puts a, has a big duffel bag, Blanche does. Yeah. Puts it in, sits in the back seat. He, he, which I love, he doesn't barely do anything in this movie, but for some reason, I love the way he folds the chair over and gets, gets like the car ready for her just to come and sit in. I'm like, oh, wow. Very and professional. He, he opens the door. Yeah. Opens the door. Yeah. Puts the seat From down. doesn't get out. Like reaches over, yeah. opens the door, pulls the seat up. Yeah. Professional. Did it, did it for the other guys too. Yeah. For the first job. Mm-hmm. The only. Quick, efficient. He's the, he's the getaway driver for all these big crimes but we only see him be the getaway driver twice in this movie mm-hmm. so enjoy this scene guys <laughs> uh blanche comes out she gets in standard walks out and then shot gets fired through a window i can't tell if it hit him it's like or I if think it the got glass and like i think the glass hit him okay it's like glass hit him he goes down and is like holding his ear like it was a shotgun like right in his fucking I'm sure it was something about sure, the blast too, like fucking fucked up his eardrum, and like he's like discombobulated from his eardrum being fucked up, and stumbles, and guy comes he, out. He so he goes down. Gosling gets out of the car. Yeah, he just starts to take a step out of the yeah. car, and this random guy they don't really show him at all just comes out and just starts lighting up. Yeah, Star Wars buddy. Yeah, um, shoots him a few times. Yeah, and Ryan's like fuck, and just gets in the car and starts peeling off. Chrysler follows. Chrysler's a fucking 
apparently they're apparently they were sponsored by Chrysler because they made this car. Ba- uh, what what were, he was driving a Mustang? Was it a Mustang he was driving? Yeah, because his Chrysler was on their ass like it was no no problem. And and the driver like Gosling was making crazy moves. The driver was following him. I'm like oh, that, that driver knows yeah. shit. Yeah, exactly. Making Ryan Gosling not look not as impressive as they usually make him seem. Yeah, but then. Gosling hits it in reverse yep. and does this crazy, like, he's riding in reverse. The Chrysler's right on, like, their hood. Then the, basically puts my hood, words hood to shame. Now. Yeah. And then he, like, spins back out and makes the Chrysler crash. It, it, was, it was crazy. It was very neat. Yeah. Very neat little driving. And then drives off. And he and Blanche get a motel room with duffel bag full of cash. And he asks Blanche. But uh, right before he does this. Puts on the gloves. Nope. No? Asked Blanche how much they were supposed to get. And she said, Cook said 40 grand. And I mean, it's a, it's a duffel oh, bag. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. It's a duffel bag with so much. We find out the amount later. But it's a duffel bag full of money. Way more than 40 grand. Yeah. So much more than 40 grand. Dude, 40 uh, then, grand would fit in like the palm of your fucking hand. Like you would grab it with one hand, 40 grand. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I've never... Ten grand is like that. Like if you had stacks of hundreds, I've, I've never been around this. Well, you fucking selling major amounts of drugs. Like, go to you. No. Who's around this much cash? A lot of cash to be around. If it's in hundreds, yeah, it's it's if gonna be. There in the palm is. Of hand. When I saw Jeff Tate, he's like, uh, oh, he's, he didn't say it about. So he said it about drugs. California, you're allowed to have six ounces of marijuana for, or maybe nine nine ounces of marijuana for personal use. And he said, if you're ever in a room Something with like nine ounces of marijuana, there's also a gun in that room. Yeah. He's like, that's not a personal use amount of marijuana. Yeah. If you're ever in a room with 40 grand's worth of cash, yeah, there's a gun in that room, Braden. What kind of life decisions are you making here? I, I Yeah. Uh, don't worry. It's not. I yeah. There's a, lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of cash to be around. Yeah. I've been, I've been around it. But yeah, if it, it – I mean, obviously you – seen a fucking strip club scene or some shit if it's ones yeah it could be it could be that duffel bag which pawn shops they might have it, it might not be hundreds so yeah, these were I mean, all hundreds though you think i'm at least on the outside they were all hundred we saw them we saw them oh up. yeah, yeah, true, yeah, true, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so at least the outside could be hundreds on the outside and ones they, on yeah. the inside but it was hundreds yeah so no way it's just 40 so grand gosling leaves the room and calls Calls the mom, calls mm-hmm. that apartment, and the kid answers, and he's like, my mom's talking to the police. And he's like, all right, we'll tell her I'm going to call back later. And then hangs up and then goes in there, and the news report. Really quick, I was surprised that the cops weren't like, maybe who's on the phone with the kid or something like that. Yeah, if, they're looking, if they're looking that for a weird. suspect. Yeah. that phone, phone, they're asking, like, where's when's the last time you saw him, blah, blah, blah. Phone rings in the other room, kid answers, and... None of the cops in the in the house with the mom. Like yeah, no one's they, they don't question it at yeah. all. Yeah. For sure. Um the news is on and they're talking about the the standard dying and that the pawn shop owner pawn shop owner killed him and said yeah. he was the only robber yep. and that nothing was missing. Exactly. And then so now Ryan obviously pieces the puzzle together, gets very suspicious. And he begins to put on his nice leather driving gloves. I wonder why, David. Tell us why. Oh. Well, because he believes that that fucking lying bitch is in on it 
because he goes and questions her and says, now, why would he say that they didn't lose anything? And that, what, what did he say exactly? Come on, dude. You were... I was on it. You, you, you were like, you were doing a I whole was, thing here. I, you were getting I know, excited. Right he, he's just, we don't need the exact quote. That's not important. He's like, okay. why would they, why would he not say you were a part of it? Why would he say nothing's missing? She's like, I don't know. And then, and then he fucking grabs her by the face, shoves her down. No! In the fucking what? You fucking asshole, man. What? You're going to take the lead on like one of the better scenes in this movie. He smacks her the fuck across the face first. Oh, I thought he grabbed her and no, then smacked her. No, smacks her across the face, and then she's, like, scared and crying, and he puts his hand over her mouth, and he's like, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Oh, I thought he fucking grabbed her face and then slapped her yeah. and then pointed at her. Slaps her in the face, hold her down, holds her mouth, and says, now you just got a little boy's father killed. Almost got us killed, and now you're lying to me. You're not going to be lying to me anymore. Every word out of your mouth from now on is going to be the truth, or I'm going to fucking hurt you is that understood <laughs> this scene i was like oh this guy is crazy and she nods and then she's like i knew the second car was gonna be there to spot us uh blah 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 i, I knew it was more money and he's like well, the plan was to just screw me and standard over and she's like yeah which i don't get he's like the plan was to screw me and standard over and she's like yeah i didn't know they were gonna kill standard though him and Standard weren't getting money out of this. Made no sense. So I don't get why he's just like, what uh, were they screwing him over out of? I think that the only the only reason it would make sense to me is that they're going to kill both Ryan and Star Wars buddy just to be like, fuck them, we're done with them, and, and they know, made us this money. But then we, well, here, we'll go into it. So uh, then he's like, all right, we got to, I need you to get in touch with Cook. We got to meet up with him. Gosling's like, all right, Cook. Obviously, he was going to kill me, too. He wanted us all dead yeah. to get that money. I need you to contact Cook. Uh, he's like, what is Cook's real name? She's like, I, he said Chris, but I, I've called him Cook the whole time. And then she goes to the bathroom. Ryan Gosling hears something. And then, to quote David Straley, she got her fucking head splattered, in all caps, they like there's a window in the bathroom where she's at and a guy with a shotgun just creeps up and boom and guys best part of the movie they go like slow-mo and we see her head just explode (laughs) like it is so graphic so like oh that's what it would look like if someone got shot in the fucking head with a shotgun yeah great part (laughs) guy guy at the other door shoots in and catches gosling in the arm and he like puts up a mattress and then gets across the wall. It kind of goes slow-mo and it's kind of quiet. Guy over by the bathroom like breaks out the rest of the glass and goes in. Gosling comes over, fights that guy, pulls off the shower curtain rod, breaks it in half, and stabs him through the heart with it. It's fucking graphic. It's almost cartoonish how much blood just spews out when he does it. Yeah. I mean, you stab someone in the heart when their adrenaline's pumping. I assume blood spews out. It's probably yeah. very accurate, but it was crazy. And then has the shotgun and gets the drop on the other shotgun guy and just shoots him and in the like last Shoots second. him in the chest with a shotgun. Yeah. Reminds me of what I do in Warzone. If anyone wants it, 
Brett K forty seven all day. Go ahead. Wait, 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 wait. Nope, 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 nope. So I was gonna be quiet and just let that that dumb weird brag that you decided to do. But what is your name? Brett K forty seven. I love you so much, dude. Because it's like AK. I get, I get, I get, you get it. it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. I I love you so much. That's yeah. great. Yeah. So if you know Brett K forty seven, we'll send you ass to heaven, baby. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Catch, catch the fixing, baby. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> Gosling, Gosling calls Cranston and he's like, "I need help." He goes to the garage. Cranston has a guy there who's taking the taking the fucking shotgun shell fragments out of Gosling's arm. Cranston keeps bringing it up. He's like, "So what? Uh, what'd you do with all that money?" Because I'm just kind of thinking about all, everything we can do with that money and all that stuff. Like he brings it up a couple times and got like, "Hey, drop." He's like, "All right, all right, fine, fine." And then walks off. Um, oh, man. It must be so lonely in that world of his. Gosling goes to Cook Strip Club. We get to see some titties. Titties. Uh, he asks a stripper. A stripper's like up there leaning against the wall texting. He's like, where's Cook? She goes, in the dressing room. <laughs> exactly like that. And he goes, where's that? She goes, it's over there. <laughs> like, just so annoyed that he's asking her. Which I guess would almost be an accurate response. I mean, probably really annoyed with... Just dudes heckling, probably. Oh, she. Hey, where's Cook? I assume Cook runs the strip club. Oh, yeah. he's, oh, he's in the dressing room. No, yeah, she was the first person that seen. It wasn't like in the actual strip club. It was in like a hallway. Yeah, to the strip. Like, she needs to be the face of that business. <laughs> she needs to be like, hey, thanks for coming to Diamonds. What can I do for you? <laughs> oh, Mister Cook, he's in the dressing room. Is he expecting you? That's how she needs to react. <laughs> That is how she needs to react. She doesn't. Cook's like sitting there. Gosling comes up and just starts hitting the guy's hand with a hammer. And then has him on the ground. Pulls out the bullet. Puts it on his forehead. And is going to hit it. And he's like, whose money is that? He's like, oh, they're going to come get it. And then Gosling goes to him. He's like, wait, wait, wait. He goes, someone get Clay from Sons of Anarchy on the phone. (laughs) And... Well, I just love the way that the strippers are reacting because they're not. They're just like watching. Just yeah, like, yeah, a couple, couple is... of them just walk like get out of the way. They're like, I don't want to. But the rest of them, they're literally oh, sitting even... in a circle like around them. Even the ones that get out of the way aren't like running scared. They're just like, oh, let me just make sure I'm not like collateral in the way. Of this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, let me get over the side. I think this is normal. It's great. I'm like, dude, if, just because you're a stripper doesn't mean like you'd be. Dude, these girls look like it was a it was a normal. They were every, used other to night. That, that yeah. shit happens. <laughs> they're like, whatever. Another dude with a hammer. So someone someone calls Clay, and while they're doing it, he makes the guy swallow the bullet, I think. Oh, he makes him choke on it. Yeah, he shoves it down his throat? Yeah. Okay, that's I mean, what it that's, felt like. That's how he dies. Yeah. So he makes this Does dude he die ch- there? Yeah, he does. He sits there and fucking holds, and the guy's choking on it, and that's how they, they end that scene. I think I could swallow a bullet. They made it seem as if he died on that bullet. But right? But that's like a, what it was, like a two-inch bullet? I think I could swallow a bullet. Probably could, right? It wouldn't be fun. I would really if wouldn't you put it in my fun, mouth. It would it would suck. <laughs> I would I would I would kind of like get it nice and like you know lubricated. Then I would swallow it. You know, just can't have a dry bullet going down. Yeah, but, but right, <laughs> like I, I think that's a it's doable. It, it would like kind of suck getting it down. You definitely could swallow it. Yeah, and then it would suck passing it. Yeah, right. Do you think that's going to be able to go through like your? You're not gonna. It's gonna come out as a bullet. It's not gonna digest. No, no, not that. I'm not saying that. Like, do you think it's gonna be able to go all the way through though? Like, even though it's not gonna be digested to the point where you're gonna poop it out. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, because pe- people people swallow stuff yeah. and poop it out. Like a like a like a small battery, like a circle battery, like a watch battery. I would have loved it. She to won't where... stop swallowing batteries. Well, I would have loved it if when he was choking on it, if he would have just bashed him in with the fucking like as he's choking on the bullet, just like struggling. That's like, a, I, I wish there would have been a hammer moment. Yeah, and yeah. just would have hammered his. You're gonna go. You're gonna show all that gore in the scene before, and then you're not gonna have him hammer the dude's fist. No, he doesn't fucking die there. He does not swallow. We see him later. We do. Yeah, 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 we'll get there. We'll get there. He's not fucking dead. So then, so not at they, all. So then, how do they end that scene? So he gets handed the phone, and he's like, "Let me talk to Clay." And the guy's like, "Yeah, he's not here. We're closed." And he said, "I don't think he'd be happy if he missed this call." I'm like, why is that? He's like, "I have something of his." And they go, what do you have? He goes, a million dollars. He goes, please hold. And then he puts uh, Clay on the I phone. Yeah, yeah. Puts Clay on the phone. And he's like, what, well, you think I'm going to buy my own shit back? And he's like, no, I'm going to give you time and a place, and you're going to come get it. And he's like, you're, the people you're working for are okay with this? And he's like, it is what it is. And Clay's like, you're not too good at this, are you? And then he hangs up. So the dude did swallow the bullet. Yeah. Swallowed that shit. Um... Gosling, oh my god, then Gosling then shows up, this is fucking, Gosling shows up at the house. What house? Don't fuck with me, David. I'm seeing, we have more stuff from David Straley coming up. I, uh, you're not, you're not doing your job over there. I gotta, I gotta pull double duty here while you just sit back and watch the fucking show, Brayden. Tell us about the music. Huh? Let's talk music. All right. So there was, uh, in between this time, there was one more song that was being played. <laughs> Let's hear it. It was called uh, We Own the Sky by M83. I mean, they do own the sky. Yeah. If we're being real here. Come on. M83 <laughs> owns the sky. And honestly, M83 is like one of my favorite bands, so you guys should definitely go check them out. So Gosling shows up, and he's like, hey, can we talk? And she's like, I can't. I have to go to work. She's just... Guys... <laughs> Her her husband, the father of her son, just br- was murdered. Yeah. And she's still going to work. You call, you, you give yourself a day. Dude. You take, you take a day off. You take a personal day. Stay with your fucking kid. But no, the babysitter's there. Babysitter's there to watch the kid. Yep. She's going to work at fucking Denny's. And he's like, well, can I walk out with you? And they walk out together. And he's like... I I was the driver. I did this with him. I saw him die. Uh, he was trying. They were going to come after you. I still have the money, and you, know, you and Benicio can have it if you want. And then she smacks him in the face. It's a good smack. It was a very good smack. And then his thought is, oh, well, like, you guys could have it, and I'll come with you. He thought, like, the slap in the face was, what, you just want me and my son to leave? You don't want to be a part of our life? He's like, and I'll come with you. And I kind of took it like that, though, a little bit. No, it's... Oh, she... oh, you're partially responsible. Not responsible. Her husband's a grown-ass man. It was his fault. He was in that situation. You're partially responsible for my son's dad being murdered. And you're just like, I'll give you some money. That's exactly... going to make it better? That's exactly what I would think in any normal scenario. But the way that she is, I... That's how I took it. Fuck out of here, dude. You're, I, you're out of your fucking mind. Bro, I'm telling you, that's what it Elevator was. Elevator opens, and it's one of it's one of Clay from Sons of Anarchy's guy. And he's like, oh, sorry, wrong floor. And then she gets on the elevator. So Gosling's like, oh, I'm getting on the fucking elevator. <sighs> She's like, oh, my fucking... The girl I'm in love with is just oblivious to everything in her life. 
Yeah, so they go on. I mean, what the fuck? Is she supposed to be like, oh, that guy's gonna murder me? Some weird, sketchy-looking dude? Bro, come on. This is right after your Dude's husband like is, a is murdered after going to prison doing shady shit. Dude, that's yeah, your, I would that's be your, suspicious. That's your, that's your trust issues. Fuck no, bro. He's, he's dead. Why would they come murder her? She has no reason to think that. Only, only in fucking crazy worlds where Ryan Gosling's also the getaway driver and shit that's influenced with the mob. There's no scenario where she should see that her husband was killed at a pawn shop and be like, hey, they're coming for me now. How would you not think that after he was just Why would you out think of prison? That? Why would you think that? Why was he in prison? Why would you think, oh, people are going to come mur- He's dead. You would think, okay, all of that's done. None of that is a part of my life anymore. I can move on from all that. Not someone's going to come, say wrong floor, and then I'm going to get on the elevator with him and he fucking kills me. Listen, bro, I've seen too many gangster movies. That is crazy trust issue weird shit that you got going on in your head. The husband was just murdered. She's normal. So real quick, she shouldn't be going to work. She should just be at home. She should not think anyone's going to kill her. I would be a little scared if I was her. Because you're a fucking psycho. Bro, what? Gosling gets on with her, notices the guy has a gun, and then makes out with her for like 30 seconds. It's like they're trying to get the moment across saying like he's in love with her. This He thinks that he might die, she might die, or something crazy might happen like let me take this moment and do something that I love or something like that. Like trying to hone in on that. So it's that, just so silly. That guy waits until they're done kissing and Gosling turns his attention towards him to pull out his gun. Gosling then fucks him up and stomps the dude's head in like 40 times I right in front fu- of I fucking hate the way they did this. Like because, 40 times. Because they just make it seem as if Ryan Gosling is, is that strong and that much of a badass. I'm like, dude, come on, bro. He literally grabs this guy who is bigger than him. Grabs him by the back of the head and just throws his fucking face into the fucking wall and then into the fucking si- other wall and then onto the ground and starts curbs. I'm like, dude, you're not you're not manhandling anyone like that. First off, Ryan Gosling, you're you're, you're not. Especially some dude who's been killing people probably his whole fucking life in whatever mafia he's in. You're not doing that to that dude. You're not. We did, Braden. All right, we, we did. fucking did. Yeah, and they did David, show his. David Strelly has a note on this. He said, that dude deserves to get his head fucking curb stomped if you have a gun and wait 45 seconds for them to stop making out. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Spot on. Yeah. The fuck's he doing just sitting there waiting? He's like, okay, you guys done kissing? All right, now I'm going to kill you both. And, like, pushes forward towards Ryan Gosling as he's pulling the gun out. You know, like, dude, you would you would go back and try to create some room. So you could point the gun at him. You wouldn't like go towards him as you're pulling the gun out. Like it's just, it's just silly. So he stomps the dude's head in and then she gets off the elevator and they have a weird stare as the elevator door closes. And this moment is supposed to be like capturing that she is now just realizing from being so oblivious this whole time as to like who Ryan Gosling actually is. He's not a normal human being, a new hero. He has Asperger's. Not that. Yeah. (laughs) Um, <laughs> that'd be so great. Right then, she's like, "You have Asperger's." <laughs> like, that was it. <laughs> that, that, that's what did it for her. She's <laughs> like, "You, you yeah. need it." You need, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, Gosling goes and meets with Brian Cranston, and Cranston's like, "Yeah, I called Bernie. I told him you don't care about the money. You were just doing it to help the girl." 
oh, and he fucking and, oh, Gosling like grabs him. He's yelling at him, and Cranston fucking grabs. Cranston's him. genuine. Like I, I didn't fucking know. I'm sorry. Yeah, like I thought they would take the money and that'd be it. Yeah. And he's like, dude, so like, you gave up the girl. You told him about the girl. Yeah. He's like, they're going to come for me. They're going to come for her. They're going to come for you. You need to get the fuck out of here. And he's like, what are you going to do? And he says nothing. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because <laughs> of course he says nothing to that. Oh, now we cut so to, funny. we're back at the Italian place. Bernie's yelling at Clay um, for not just taking the money back from Ryan Gosling. And now it's a big mess. Uh the fucking and then the strip club guy cooks there and he's mm-hmm. like hey I, I owe this to you I'm gonna get him for you boss don't worry oh Doesn't boy something on too? oh boy oh boy he's like a neck brace yeah he's, like he's fucking like yeah he's like oh, I'm so hurt <laughs> he hurt me I choked he hurt me so bad oh, he's, he's got oh he has a cast on his hand okay, he doesn't okay. have a neck brace he has a cast on his yeah, hand yeah yeah broke his hand yeah, yeah. um and like they're they're going back and forth he's like why didn't you tell me any of this was going on he's like I it was a side thing I didn't want to have to involve you it was too deep this guy he's some fucking jabroni from the Philadelphia mob. And he's like, oh, so you're stealing from the East Coast mob? He's like, you're going to piss off the whole family. He goes, the family? The family that calls me a kike to my face? To my face? It's like the family that's still fuck. I'm 51 years old. Family that pinches my cheek and calls me a kid. They treat me like a fucking child. I think he said 59, but yeah. 59 years old, whatever the fuck his age is. No, no, but yeah. yeah. It's, but- it's like, pinch my cheek and treat me like a fucking kid? I got no respect in this family. Can you imagine though being and then and then he's so he's like let's get through the scene no yeah, we can yeah. talk about it. and then he's like Cranston and Gosling they gotta go he's like they're the only two people that can connect me to this robbery and then Bernie looks at the bald guy <laughs> over yeah. there and they kind of look uh. at each other kind of nod Bernie then grabs a fork and stabs Cook in the fucking back of the neck no like, he stabs him in the back a few times and then. And then goes around comes, the front. No, no. First comes around the front and stabs him in the eye. For sure? For sure. For sure? For sure. Okay. Comes stabs around him. right in the very fucking okay. beginning. Stabs him right in the eye. All right. Stabs him and stabs him a bunch of times with the he's fork. He's freaking out. He's like, ah! And he's like, now I got to clean up after. Uh, he's like, and he like points at him. He goes, you clean up for me for once. Yeah. And then walks out. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a fucking wild scene. Then uh, Gosling is at the trailer from the movie earlier and grabs... The mask he was wearing while he was driving the car. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Big face mask. He grabs that. And then we see Bernie is at Brian Cranston's shop. Yeah. Cranston has a duffel bag. He's getting ready to leave. And Bernie's like, hey, where are you going? And he goes, ah, blah, blah. He's like, I didn't know any of this was happening. I'm so fucking crazy. He's like, where's where's your driver? And he goes, Mexico. Or was it Belize? So he lies. He covers yeah. for Gosling. He's like, he left the country. And he goes, all right. And then he's like, I was, I was excited about this. You know, my name was going to be on a race car. We were going to be a team. <laughs> it would have been great. And he's like, I know. I'm sorry. And then Bernie's like, all right. Well, good luck to you. And like, holds out his hand to shake it. Cranston goes to shake it. Bernie has like a fucking blade, like a razor blade slide out. And then just slices his arm from like inside elbow down to his hand. I fucking hated this scene. The odds of him connecting with the artery as accurately as he did there, very unlikely. Let me say a couple of things. The, but he did. One, it was um, like you, like a shaver that you would use for your beard. Like a barber. Like one a really professional barber shaving thing. It, it was that. And another thing is... Well, do you have an issue with it being that? That Brian was wearing um, like a 
like a fucking jacket or something, bro. Like some full length thing to where it's like thick enough cotton where, yeah, that thing was probably sharp, but for you to just, for, for someone, so it's like you're grabbing his hand and for you to be able to slice his fucking arm open through the, not that it's just through the cotton, but the fact that this, it's not like his, his arm is down on a table. It's like, dude, your, your reaction, no matter if you were letting it happen or not, you would fucking pull away. You, 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 you know what I'm saying? It's like, to me, it just seemed like a little much like, and, it, and it's like, dude, if it's Brian and you're, this is the one dude. And yeah, you might have a broken pelvis before or some shit, but like, why are you such a pussy, bro? Like, the, I, bro, if, it's, if it's that dude, I'm like, and if I'm already about to flee the country because of this guy, I'm going to fucking kill him in my fucking shop, bro. I'm going to kill that motherfucker. That's my trust issues, David. Yeah. Yeah. Because Cranston thinks he's getting out of there. That guy. That, yeah, true. That guy's, they've been friends. But they it's broke been, his pelvis. Not him. But like, he had Cran- him get his, No. Cranston started doing jobs for Clay from Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, but I thought they and was upcharging him. So like Bernie was not like it was like a side thing. Uh, okay, so he okay. said he's like when he worked for me, I knew he was upcharging me. I didn't care. So it was Bernie. I let him and the and Bernie and Clay are partners, but like but they're not. But they, they do different shit too. Okay, okay. Like okay. so, like he started so work like, started working with Clay and doing shit for him specifically. Okay, okay. And Clay broke his fucking pelvis <laughs> okay, okay all right um, now yeah 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 uh so yeah, at that point he, he thought bernie was gonna let him leave he uh, thinks like bernie's my friend he and i have a thing well then i just wish he would have killed him like a different way yeah it's the odds of him being able to kill him there are very unlikely but he does yeah and we see him go he's like cleaning the blade and puts it away and then we yeah. see gosling walk into cranston's shop notices he's dead Cranston's body is leaning up against a car. Gosling checks his pulse, sees he's dead, and then opens the trunk of the car that he has leaned up against and pulls out the duffel bag full of fucking money. Yeah. Bernie, Bernie's not like, maybe Gosling's here. Maybe the money's here somewhere. No part of him is like, let's check these cars. He just leaves the dead body and gets out of there. It doesn't have anyone like check or or have someone fucking chill at the garage. Be like Gosling might come by, bro. And not only that, why wouldn't there be someone with him just in case Ryan was there? It's, what is it? Was Bernie think he's gonna be able to take a two on one any it's, moment? It's it's so fucking crazy. Yeah, if he's so the head crazy. honcho too, why are you doing anything? Yeah, and, like, I can get so they're, like, like, why wouldn't you have someone go kill off him instead of you? Like, why would you be at any part of anything? That's what's so weird. So, like, they made it seem like, like, well, we can't have other fucking people because they can't know that we stole from the mob. But, like, if you're the heads of the crime over there, you don't tell guys why they're killing the person. No. It's not like you're like, hey, here's why you got to kill this guy. You go, hey, Brian Cranston, need him dead. Go do it. And they're like, sure thing, boss. And they even fucking the fact kill that they killed the dude in the pizza shop, like what if it was like, it seemed like it was like midday almost, and they just like closed the shop. Like what if someone was just like knocking on the door, looking in, like hey, I'm looking for some pizza, <laughs> just see yeah. the dead body, it's, it's, you know, like it just seems a little careless for someone who are you know mobsters and stuff. So then, Gosling goes to the place where apparently the mask. this guy fucking loves Chinese food. The guy that got fucking murdered in uh, Nino's Pizza Place. I'm pretty sure. No, no, we'll get we'll get to why he said that. Um, oh shit, yeah, we'll get there later. Uh, so Gosling is wearing the mask, guys. The mask. Go look it up, David. 
said the mask looks like something. Yeah, um, he said his mask looks like if all four of the king's faces were morphed together. I don't know what are the king's king's faces. What's what's the name of our podcast? Oh, I thought you meant from something. Who are the five six kings? Yeah, Ah. I assume he means you, me, Braden, and Nick, or you, me, Corbin, and Nick. I thought you meant from like some movie or something. No, no, no. Means from that. I think it looks like Sloth from Goonies. It looks just like him, (laughs) and he just goes. And stands in the window of the pizza place with that crazy fucking mask on. Doesn't look like a fucking person. (laughs) No one notices him. And he just stands in there and stares in for a little while and sees Clay in there. And And then goes back to his car. It's like clothes, but they're having like a little... They're, they're, it's closed, party they're, they're get fucking together hanging out laughing yeah. and shit yeah it's whatever they probably owns a pizza place probably like, they got see. done with like some party or something or like ball I think whatever the fuck it was yeah. because they were in suits and stuff like that mob people wear suits he then follows clay follows clay's car yeah and like speeds up hits their car so it spins out and now they're on the edge of a cliff the driver gets out, looks around, and then get back, gets back in. Clay's like, all right, let's get out of here. And then as he says that, we see the lights of a car, and a car's coming real quick. And they hit the car, the side that Clay's on, and it flies off the cliff. Which just happens to be right at the beach. Yeah, right at the beach. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, David Shirley said something about that. Um, chauffeur got murked for no reason. Driver on driver crime. You yeah. hate to see it. Yeah. Hate to see it. <laughs> Poor fucking driver. Yeah. <laughs> like, Gosling just killed that guy. Gosling then walks down the cliff. He's wearing the mask still. Makes no sense. Wearing the mask. Clay's like trying to get away, but hits the ocean. And Gosling goes in and drowns him in the ocean. There's no reason for him to be wearing that mask. Yeah. David says, uh, what was the mask at the end? It paid no dividends and was probably a fucking detriment of all he used it for. Was to ram them off the road and off of a cliff. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah did that. And then took credit for the murder because then calls Bernie. And he's like, you, you know the story about the frog and the scorpion? Yes. Well, your partner didn't make it across the river. And there's a the, yeah. there's a big significance of that because his jacket that he wears in like the, the entirety of the movie, there is a scorpion on the back. Yeah. Do you know the story about the frog and the scorpion? No. Ah, it's like a frog is given a... Scorpion, like, <laughs> it's, it's kind, the message is kind of like, eh, don't, don't, don't be too trusting. Yeah. <laughs> don't, be too, <laughs> don't be too trusting and helpful. Because uh, the, 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 the frog's giving the scorpion, uh, like, a, it's swimming across the river, helping the scorpion the other side, and the scorpion stings the frog and kills it. Yeah, see, David? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> you got to learn the hard way, just like I did. So Bernie is like, we want to meet. Uh, we should meet. And he's like, why the fuck would we do that? Gosling on the phone. He goes, because me, you, and your girlfriend are the only players that are left. That good enough reason? And it's like, that's not true. You could hire, like, there's probably 100 people that work underneath you. But what he said, no, they're, I get, they're I the only it. ones who know no, about yeah, yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. I get it. And it's subtly being like, I'm fucking, I can go kill your girlfriend. And no, no, I get kid. it. Yeah, 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 I get it. He's yeah. threatening them. Yeah, yeah. And then he says, let's meet at this restaurant, The Great Wall. You familiar? That's why David's like, the guy fucking loves Chinese food. Oh, okay, okay. He's the same guy that was eating Chinese earlier, and then he's like, let's go meet at The Great uh, Wall. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's like, let's go meet at this restaurant. Gosson's like, all right, 
I'll do it. And then he calls the the mom, and he's like, "Hey, uh, you don't have to say anything. I just want to, I just want you to know, I I gotta go somewhere, and I don't think I'll be coming back. But getting to know you and your son for the for the last however long, I don't, I don't think he says a time. Yeah. Getting to know you and your son is the best thing that ever happened to me. I don't know. She's on the phone. I don't know if he left the voicemail or if she answered, and now she's not saying anything mm-hmm. while he's talking a whole bunch. Yeah." Because she says nothing with the phone up to her ear. And what and what came into my mind was, like, not that, like, it wasn't great to probably meet them and, you know, learn about them and stuff like that or build a relationship connection with them. But, dude, you didn't have anything else that was better in your entire fucking existence than, like, you didn't even have a fucking conversation with basically either of them. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just she's the love of his life. No, yeah, I get that's, it. That's, but that's fine, what he said. Yeah, but I don't know. Just like, they, they should have, like... You want him to be like, well, like, it was it was the best thing other than that time in travel baseball. In travel baseball, when I hit that walk-off double, and everyone was so excited. <laughs> the benches, like, that's number one, but number two is meeting you and your, and your son. Is that what you, that what you fucking wanted? Like, no, what do you... I, I really wanted... One time I saw the Rolling Stones in concert. That was pretty cool. That's up there. <laughs> This is something like, like, come on. What I really wanted was more, like, something more between them. Like, they didn't even have sex. Oh, for sure. I mean, they might have. Who the hell knows? That's what I'm saying. Who the hell knows? They just do quick little montages of them, like, riding in the car and holding hands and playing with the kid. And dad's picture's always looming in the background. You have no idea what their fucking relationship was. Yeah, but they apparently greatest thing that ever happened to him. They just make it seem like they didn't do shit over the course of their relationship. And he's not really a getaway driver. Yeah. For crimes. He's he's a mechanic who drives sometimes. Who needs the money. Yeah. And, and will do stuff because he's desperate. He's baby driver. <laughs> he's baby driver. But, um, um, oh, so something else I forgot to say, significance between them and baby driver. Baby driver <laughs> listens to music. He puts in his AirPods or whatever and like, listens to music as he drives. What um, Ryan Gosling does is he listens to fucking baseball games. Or whatever the fucking, whatever was on. It was like the radio or some shit. Come on, come on. What was it? You lived in L.A. What goes on at the fucking Staples Center? Basketball. Yeah. Was it basketball? Okay. Yes. I didn't know it was about the Staples Center. It was, it was a Clippers game. And oh, they okay, met okay. at the fucking Staples Center. So so he's playing this as if like, like that is like the, ba- that, that is like the motivation. It's like, okay, he's going up for the layup in three, two. And it's like Ryan Gosling hitting fucking drifts down the fucking street, going around people really fast. And it's like, oh, okay, this is, this is what gets him going. Yeah. <laughs> gets me going too. Go, <laughs> go clips, baby. You know, it's kind clips. Of, it's kind of weird to me, but, but yeah. Uh, so Gosling walks into the restaurant and sits at a table with Bernie. Bernie tells him, if you give me the money, the girl's safe, but. I can't say the same for you, which makes sense. Yeah. Like, you killed a mob boss. Like, you will never be safe. You can't just do that. Yeah. He's like, you're, I promise you give me the money and I promise she's safe. Because only like, he knows about, yeah. no one knows about the girl. Yeah. But he's like, you're, he's like, you're going to be looking over your shoulder for the rest of your life. He's like, I'm telling you that because it's the truth. It's like, but she's so safe. So you know you could trust me and that we could do this deal. Yeah. But yeah. she's safe if you give me the money. He's like, where's the money? Gosling says it's in the car. Then uh, he takes Bernie out to the car. He opens the trunk. Bernie sees the bag and stabs Gosling in the stomach. Gosling, so silly. Gosling then stabs Bernie in the neck. 
They struggle down. Gosling stabs him a couple more times and kills him. So Bernie, who with precision accuracy with a shaving razor, could fucking is that the carotid artery? No, 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 that's up in your neck. Yeah, whatever the artery in your fucking arm. Yeah, precise accuracy can just sever that on Brian Cranston. But he just gets Gosling in the stomach. It's just like every part of that is just it's so fucking dumb, dude. It's like so Gos let's let's finish this yeah, and then. Yeah. Gosling kills him and then he's sitting in the driver's seat for like forty seconds, eyes wide open, looks dead, and then takes a breath and blinks, closes the door, <laughs> puts the car in gear, and drives off. We then see the mom go to Gosling's door and knock on it. He doesn't answer, and we see him driving off into the night, and then the credits roll. Fucking crazy. Yeah. All right. Say what you wanted to say about that end sequence. It's like, you're a fucking mob boss. Why the fuck? Like, even if it's like, okay, he wanted to get payback for his buddy who just got murked by this guy, and now he's got the money to where he thinks like, oh, I could just kill two birds with one stone kind of thing. What the fuck? I don't know. It's just... I don't know if it's lazy writing or if they actually think someone like this character would do something like that, but it just doesn't make sense to me. You have a million dollars in your hand. You just went through all this bullshit, and now you're going to risk your own life to try and take this dude's life. Like, yeah. And then you're going st- to stab him in the stomach and not, not also, finish it. Also, in the parking lot of a restaurant. Like, dude, he can be like, hey, tell whoever, this is the guy who killed Clay. We're looking for him. I, I got a duffel bag full of a million dollars. Once when you see me grab the money, Whoever. once when you see me grab the bag. Oh, no, you, not, you, and not even that. Not even kill him there. They follow would, him. They would find him. They yeah. would fucking find him eventually. So just, just, just stake yeah. out where I'm going to meet him. Once when I get the bag, you just follow him when he drives off and kill him, you know, when it, wherever. Yeah. I don't know. Crazy, crazy that he took it into his own hands in the parking lot and, and that he didn't get the job done. Apparently he knows his shit if he's going to be able to cut exactly what you were saying the artery perfectly through a fucking long sleeve jacket shirt whatever it was with a fucking beard knife but goes and stabs Ryan Gosling in, in like the lower abdomen rather than like the neck or something you know yeah. when he's turned around just so silly to me yeah David Straley said 10 years later and I still fucking hate it <laughs> If it wasn't for the shotgun blowing off her head, the titties in the strip club, <laughs> and the curb stomping, this movie would get a fucking zero for wasting my time again. I give it a 2.8 and will never watch this trash again. This movie came out the same year as Ryan Reynolds' Green Fucking Lantern, <laughs> and that CGI bukkake of a take on a movie is better than the last hour and 40 minutes. I didn't think I the never CGI saw, was that bad. I never saw <laughs> I never saw Green Lantern. Yeah, everyone shits on, on Green Lantern. I didn't think it was as bad as everyone shitted on it. But it's a superhero movie and it's, what are they supposed to be like artistic? <laughs> I mean, dude dude, did you see any of the Avengers movies <laughs> yeah, and dude. not think, Oh, this is a this is oh, just no. a good movie in no, general? Yeah, yeah. Like these no, are Avengers, good. Uh, Marvel's been killing it. Marvel's amazing. Especially with what they're about to come out with the new Spider Man is is going to be fucking epic. Yeah, you talk about that a lot. Yeah. Because they finally made... I didn't made... see Venom, though. I wonder... So they... I, I didn't see the newer Venom. The one so... that just came out. Currently in theaters. 
Oh, the the newest one, the second one. You're saying? Yeah, I yeah, saw the first I've, one. I haven't seen the second one yet. Saw the first one, and all I thought was, man, if this was rated R, this would be a lot better. Exactly. What one good thing about it is that they just made it to where Venom is now in the universe. They, so something happens, and this isn't spoiling anything. This is already like common knowledge. Um, in Spider-Man No Way Home, he tries to undo everyone knowing that he is Spider-Man because that's how the last Spider-Man ended. No Way Home is the name of it? I think it is, yeah. A dark name. Yeah. Because there's the reason why there's No Way Home is because it's like, I guess, the mesh of all the multi-universes. It's making it seem like there's no way back home kind of thing. So Doctor Strange tries to uh, get like basically wipe everyone's memory that like everyone found out who Spider-Man is, Peter Parker. And then as they're doing this spell, Spider-Man fucks it up to where it fucks up the spell and basically creates like madness within the multi-universe, which is for Doctor Strange new movie as well. But over that movie, it's going to like Sony, I guess. Um, they're making a new Doctor Strange movie? Yeah. Oh, sick. And it's going to be called multi, uh, the Madness in the Multi-Universe. Madness okay. in the Multi-Universe. So it's, it might be they, – they think that this Spider-Man movie isn't going to really have an ending because they think it's going to correlate to Doctor Strange's movie. But apparently we're going to get all of the Spider-Mans in this one movie. So like Tobey Maguire. Dope. Fucking – I forget the other dude's name. Garfield. Garfield, yeah. Um, and, and the new kid – I think the – the kid from the Avengers ones. I think he's the best. The newest one. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He's my favorite Spider-Man. No, uh, yeah. Out of those three, for sure. Yeah, I think I think um, Tobey Maguire has, like, I would say some of the... I don't want to say it like that. But I think he's a great actor. I just think Tom Hiddleston... Or is it Tom, not Tom Hiddleston? Tom... Is it Tom? I don't know the actor's the name. Fucking kid's name. Well, I forget his name. Spider-Man. Tobey... Whatever, whatever. Yeah, he's he's... I think he fits the role overall the best because he's yes. like that shot, like his look, his his yeah. voice, his attitude, everything is just perfect. Toby McGuire murdered a guy with a fucking lead pipe. Yeah, in Afghanistan, right? Toby McGuire's a fucking monster. Yeah, and then goes back and yells at his kids and is like, "You fucking my wife." You fucking my wife destroys the, the kitchen. kitchen. Yeah. He's out of his Come. fucking mind. Yeah, Toby McGuire should not be in pictures. After that, <laughs> guys, I want to thank David Straley. Yeah, I want to. I want to thank David Straley for this movie. Uh, I, I didn't hate it quite as much as you did, David, but I did. I did not enjoy this movie. I'm kind of on the same page as you. Yeah, David, I'm. I'm right there with you. If it wasn't for you know blowing off her head, the titties, the curb stomp, plus for me the soundtrack. Then yeah, I would have given soundtrack it a, and the vibe, bro. The vibe. You're gonna not say vibe. Honestly, the aesthetics. I did not comment on this enough. They have a bunch of really <laughs> cool. They have a bunch of. <laughs> I did not comment on it enough. <laughs> no, no. The one thing I did not comment on really was their shots. They had a bunch of really cool shots of L.A. There's times when they, he'd be driving and and they would get these wide shots of L.A. that were just beautiful. The aesthetic, baby. You you said that. Did I? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, but David, thank you for that, guys. Next week, uh, we're in a weird, we're in a weird little little thing here. So it's mm. Braden and I are both picking this movie. Yeah. So next week's our last one before Halloween, and to celebrate the 25th anniversary. Yep. We're gonna be doing the original Scream. Look at that! Look at that, guys! We're doing Scream. What up?
that's a scary movie. Scary movie. Yeah, but but it's Scream from Scary Movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're gonna be doing the original Scream, starring a former WCW champion. I'm fucking spacing on that dude's name now, and I feel like David Arquette, starring former WCW champion David Arquette. Uh, I can't wait to do it. And guys, if you want to watch it, you should. 25th anniversary, Halloween's coming up. Yeah, join us for the holidays. It's a spooky movie, guys. You can watch it free. It's They show it on AMC. I imagine they're going to be showing it a bunch. Yeah, you'll probably Halloween. just find it right on... It's on AMC for cable TV. Mm-hmm. If you have a premium subscription to Sling TV, to Fubo TV, or to Philo. I don't know what Philo is. The fuck if you're subscribed to any of those three, you can watch it for free with your subscription. You can rent it on Google Play or Voodoo for two ninety nine, or rent it on Apple TV for three ninety nine. Guys, Apple doesn't have enough money. You should give them that three ninety nine. Yeah, you know, Apple needs it. But guys, that's uh, that's Scream. Well, that's yeah, that, that that's, will be Scream. That's yeah, where you can watch Scream. Scream. This was Drive. This was Driver. <laughs> Unfortunately, this was Driver, guys. No, no, Drive. 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 Not driver? No. Just drive. drive. Yeah. Yeah, just drive. Drive, drive with Ryan yeah. Gosling. Yeah. <laughs> this was drive, unfortunately. Would have been better if it was called driver. <laughs> I would have liked it better. And it's like Baby Driver is like the sequel. In a, in that would have been great. It was yeah, a prequel. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, a prequel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, guys, thanks for listening. Follow us on social media at 56kings. That's F-I-V-E-S-I-X-K-I-N-G-S. Send us an email. 56kings, spelled the same way at gmail.com. Let us know what movie you want to hear us do next. We have suggestions in the chamber already. Oh, yeah. You guys can beat those suggestions, though. Yeah. Let's fucking hear them. Mm -hmm. I want your ideas. And we'll get back on it, guys. Yeah. This is, uh, we're recording this on a Sunday night, but, like, there's no way anyone's listening to it tonight. Yeah. So, Brayden, when can they listen to this? Oh, um, I I believe it's, uh, That's right. It's every motherfucking Monday. Guys, thanks for listening. Go to your local subway. Tell them the five, six kings sent you. Tell them to give us some motherfucking money. But if you go, just make sure that none of their food was. It will be. There's there's nothing you can do to stop it. Sure. It will be, but you're going to eat it and you're going to fucking enjoy it. Yeah. At least they're not fixed. You know, we, can, we will fix your potholes. Will you eat our pizza? Fuck Domino's, yeah, man. Yeah, you know, fucking petty. Guys, thanks for listening. Check out Scream. Come back next week and listen. Love you guys. Peace out.